Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grand Terra Rebirth. I'm John, the Game Master for the evening, and with me today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I am playing Baldwin Ironhand, Dwarven Cladic of the Forge. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Corbin, the Human Battlemaster. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Hope Asmar, Rogue Revenant Person. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, playing Nyx, the Abyss Druid, who currently has um, house painting going on. Sorry, guys. With industrial equipment. <laughs> industrial house painting. And Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I'm playing Selena, the Fire Genasi Wild Mage Sorcerer. And when last we left our adventurers, they found themselves uh, heading towards the exit of this underground cavern that they, uh, this underground catacombs that they found themselves in for God knows how long at this point. Um, after a series of unfortunate incidents involving a dragon, a dragon's horde, uh, and water. But uh, as they approach what they feel like was a, some sort of mining operation which may be connected to an exit, they discovered, uh, well, hope, I should say, discovered um, what looked to be a captive ogre named Largo, uh, who was being forced to mine for more of those skull-faced masked cultists. Uh, hope uh, and the rest of the party devised a plan to help to free Largo and just and get them and rid themselves of the rest of the cultists. Uh, which began with a surprise attack that took out three of the cultists in the first round, in in the first reaction to people walking into space and all of our readied actions going off. Um, <laughs> this prompted one of the one of the fourth member of the four people that they could see to immediately turn and flee and issue a command in deep speech, uh, which Nix recognized as being the as being rise and defend us. Um, and as this cultist turns and runs around the corner, that's where we're going to be picking up. So, at the top of everything right here, I want everyone to roll me some initiative. Initiative. Start off strong 14. with a five. Twelve. Thirteen. That's, oh man, we got terrible initiatives. Yeah, that's bad. And let me 
fire. I'm the Jer- Jeremy and I rolled the same thing. We both roll a ten. <laughs> Thine enemies. Uh, you. That. You. All that. And you guys are already running. So. <clears throat> we'll go ahead and add you to the initiative. Hey, I don't go last. No, you don't. <laughs> Something else goes last. Uh-oh. And we will roll us over to the roll 20 screen just as soon as I get all of the character. Alright. Presumably whatever eldritch horror they were telling to rise by you. Uh-huh. Your speech. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> So, uh, to start off with, so, uh, in the first initiative slot, nothing happens as far as you all can tell. Which takes us to Lupatagan. Okay, uh, I'm gonna run, let's see, this way to see what's up. So, are you, are you, so uh, as a note, Largo is still in chains. If you guys were intending to free him uh, to help you, oh, that's right. Uh, that is yes, thing you actually, can do. I'm going to do that first because that would be my first priority. So yeah, I'm going to go next to him and start um, picking the locks. I guess. Okay, give me a thieves' tools roll with okay. dexterity. Oh, <laughs> all right. Not as good with dexterity. Do that. Twenty-one, though. Yeah, you run over, whip out these thieves' tools, and very quickly uh, unpick the lock that, um, or pick the lock, I should say, that was holding Largo's chains together, and they just sort of slough off of him as he sort of stands up and turns. Free big guy. Do you have anything else you want to do on your turn? Um. That was your move. Hmm, that was my move. Action. Um, I think you still have some movement left. Uh, n- no, 30 feet. I uh, did mine. Um, I can see this thing. You can. So what you see, uh, you see uh, f- at the far end of the cavern, what looks to be what you would initially swear was a scarecrow. A mm-hmm. blue-robed blue, uh, a blue robed figure um, with a large orange conical uh, steepled hat. Um, and with just no features underneath the hat, um, just sort of hanging as if it, standing as if it was hanging by something. Like off the ground, hovering. Well, no, its feet are still on the ground. Okay. Um, but standing as if it was hanging. And as you come into its view and turn and sort of acknowledge it, you see two yellow dots where you would assume eyes to be start to glow. And it just sort of stands up very puppet-like and Mm -hmm. just sort of directs its attention towards you. See, this is why we don't pay attention to them. (laughs) If we acknowledge Um, them. Can I try to remember if I had raged? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, No, I have not raged. I'm going to (laughs) rage. Alright. And that's my turn. Your rage. Yep. And in response to your rage, because they were waiting to do something until they saw an enemy, mm-hmm. um, 
I just want to let you get your turn finished before they did. Yep. Uh, the one that you can see just holds out a gloved hand, and you see magic begin to coalesce in its palm. Um, yep. And three purple dot, three purple bolts of arcane energy erupt from its palm and arc out. And the rest of you in the hallway, you see these three daggers of purple light just connect with Mara. Or not Mara, Hope. Connect with Hope. Um, uh, next to Largo. Dealing 12 points of force damage to you. They know okay. magic missile. Yep. Alright. Ow. So, scarecrow things... That's my turn. That makes it Selena's turn. Alright, so we're gonna go... Is this spot here when I can move to? It's sort of half and half. Uh, yeah. A large... Okay. So 5, 10, 15... She's moving until she can hopefully see this thing. 20, 25... Oh, hi! Yep. Yep, so now you sort of edging across the room, you sort of you also see this blue robed, uh steepled hatted, glowing eyed puppet creature. Five, ten, fifty so that was twenty. Vivi, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I believe my range on things uh yep. All right, enjoy a chaos, bold asshole. Uh, and I will cast it at... Yeah, it doesn't look good. We'll cast it at second level. Oh. All right. And turn off advantage. Uh, 19. 19 hits. All right. So you lob this chaos bolt, and it arcs across, smacks into this thing, dealing eight points of what damage? 12 points. Sorry, 12 points. I, I of... Uh, you know what? It looks like it It looks like it looks probably won't like acid, so we'll make it acid damage. 12 <laughs> points of acid damage. Yeah, just... And there's this acidic hissing sound echoes through the cavern. Uh, that makes it... Uh, do you have anything else you want to do on your turn? Um... I can click in a yeah what the hell why not just for fun I will spend a couple sorcery points to cast a quickened eldritch blast at it bam so that'll be two two attacks a 15 and an 8 as you Launch this thing. Uh, the 8 goes wide. The 15 okay. looks like it's going to strike in, but as it comes as it comes within a couple of feet, the other arm... You saw, you saw that it had one arm up, presumably, to cast the magic missile. The other mm-hmm. arm snaps up, and a just a dome of light appears before it, which just causes the Eldritch Blast to arc away. Oh, fuck you! Spellcasting <laughs> golems. He literally says that. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my turn. You, you recognize the shield spell. 
All right. Uh, that makes it... Me. Uh, that makes it Baldrin. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Can't see shit, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, in which case, we'll move another... We'll take a dash action in 5, 10, 15, 25. Oh, can see shit, Captain. <laughs> you also now can see these scarecrow-like beings. Beings... <laughs> I only see the one in a corner of something else. You can see the scarecrow-like being. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, well, I see we've got some trouble here. Lord Father, no, strike the hammer upon the anvil of war, and I cast spiritual weapon, putting it right next to the thing. Uh, and again, I lament the fact that I keep forgetting to make you a spiritual weapon, weapon token. <laughs> As I look for a hammer, I'm assuming it's a hammer. It's always a blacksmith's hammer. Always a blacksmith's hammer. Here, you're gonna get this one. It's a blacksmith hammer, never a blacksmith. Where'd you put it? <laughs> right next to the right next to the golem thing. Uh, what's the range on uh, sixty weapon? feet? Uh, yeah, so. Ooh, it's different this time. Well, blam. I want, it, I want it in the space right there next to it to the left. Uh. There? Yeah, right there. Okay. Let me give it to you. Oh, there you go. Oh, you should not have control of it. Perfect. And thwack. Thwacking the golem. Uh, 22 will hit. Yes. Dealing 5 force damage. (laughs) Bludgeons right through. Alright. Um, that makes it Largo. Uh, so the ogre sheds its uh, its chains and picks up this this uh, pickaxe that it had been using. Um, and by 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Uh, so he takes off in that direction, uses his pickaxe to sort of slam the wall and cause a large chunk of obsidian to fall out of it, reaches over, grabs it, and just lobs it uh, past the spiritual weapon at the scarecrow. Okay, the spiritual weapon doesn't actually have a corporeal form. Throw right through it. Unfortunately, the uh, that wall of light again sheens as this rock <laughs> hits the ground next to it and just deflected to the side. Uh, which Stupid makes shield it spells. Nix's turn. Aaron, you're muted. I know. I was just measuring something before I unmuted. Okay. It shouldn't be too loud right now, but let me know if I'm ruining anyone's ears. Uh, I'm gonna go there. And I had a flame sphere here. Yes. Let me provide you sphere of fire. Okay. Um... How big is the flame sphere? 
five foot diameter, so it's size essentially of a square. Um, I will. And any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the sphere must make a deck save, and um, you now have control. I move it. it. Great. Okay. See if I can move it past Largo. Yeah, I can. Um, so if I'm understanding, we're hitting this thing over here. Um, yeah, you can see the. Um, you can now see the the conical-headed uh, creature. Well, then, scooting around Largo. Um, the flame sphere is going to move to where it can, which is here. And my attacks, most of them do not have that kind of range, but let's see what infestation's range actually is. Uh, I am within 60 feet, so if you have anything that's of 60 foot range, it should work. Um... I just don't know if I want to use it. Um, nothing I can I have prepared is a good idea right now, so um, instead I'm gonna just cast Shillelagh on my stick. So my stick is a magic stick. <laughs> magic stick acquired. This stick is so wise, man. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? Uh, that's action, bonus action. Right. Corbin. I'm going to run right here with 25 feet. Yank my spear out of this dead guy. <laughs> Go over to here. Uh, let's see, it's 25 I'm going to use my action to dash. So 25, here's 30, 45, 50. 50's right here. 5, uh, 60. Okay, I was about to say. Don't end your turn there. All right. Yep, nope. All right, uh, so Corbin, as you round the corner and dash up to where this fleeing cultist is, you notice two of these blue-robed featureless except for these glowing yellow dots where their eyes are conical hat hatted uh, puppet like straw men basically uh, sort of turning their attention towards you because you're now the closest threat you also <laughs> notice another one off to your left as you walk past this one is robed in black with a purple conical hat and glowing blue eyes where the yellow ones were um it also appears to be carrying a staff as you walk past and it sort of writes itself and directs its gaze It is now its turn. Um, let's see. Yes. You see it disappear into a cloud of mist. I think I've seen the spell before. I have indeed. Okay. 
and it reappears over here. Uh, Nyx, Baldrin, and everyone in the lower cavern, you can now see a this black-robed, blue-hatted figure as it just as it appears in the far corner, um, raising a hand. Yeah, no, that's what. Man, all these, and all then these, casts, and then cast mass power word kill. No, <laughs> but you do see a bead of you do see a small bead of fire leave its. Oh shit! Oh, no. Now, the oh no. Really glad I got out of that room. Ah. <laughs> Why am I not level six? <laughs> yeah, Aaron, you're muted. Oh no. <laughs> Fine. Um, As it drops a fireball. Aww. You just see how far this thing is gonna go. Aww. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah. That's, a, that's small for a fireball. It's 20 yeah. foot radius, not 20 foot diameter. Oh, yeah. Aww. It hit us all with the yeah. Yeah, I, like that. I, yeah. I realized that, but you didn't have to explain the geometry because then we might have been safe. Yeah. So yeah. No, because I'm gonna have fireball at some point. <laughs> uh, so I need Is all. Fire, I need fireball I need third level. Nix, Baldrin, Selena, and Hope to make dexterity saves. I just wanted everybody right. to know I didn't look back at that explosion, so I now technically I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving myself advantage on this saving throw. Right. I have rolled a 10. 20! Alright. I was going to say, oh, Hope, remember you don't have that thing That's anymore deep. because I've sampled my concentration. You did. Um, five! Alright. I'm glad I gave so, myself advantage. Uh, hope and hope and hope and uh, Selena both take ten points of damage. Selena, you're resistant to fire, Have I believe. Five. So you take five points of damage. Like, Motherfucker! Ow! Ow! ow my uh, Nick and Baldrin, you both take twenty points of damage. Fire damage. As this, yeah. <laughs> yes, my half of my health disappears as this fireball <laughs> explodes in the radius that you are all standing. Literally half my health. I was at forty. That's pretty bad when the fighter has less health than the cleric. <laughs> Good thing you weren't back there then. Yeah. To be, to be fair, I'm a dwarf with con it bonus. now the cultist's yeah, turn, and they are fleeing for their lives. So, Corbin, you're going to get an attack of opportunity. Uh, awesome. This cultist tries to flee. 19, I'm assuming, hits. Yeah, it hits. Well, he's going to trip, too. Uh, so here, let me do combat superiority. So he takes 13 damage, and then he's got to make... Okay. You, you you stab him in the throat and plant him on the ground. All right. Well, I, I stab him in the leg because I was meaning to trip him, but then he dies. Yeah, but you, you, you tripped him. You did trip him with his throat. You were, yeah. you, were, you were trying to trip him, and you just aimed too good. And Like, yeah. you, you, you catch him in the throat and then use the momentum to force him to the ground. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I tried to clothesline him, and I caught him with the tip of the spear just right right across. Exactly. Uh, so he's dead. Um, and that makes it the other mage's turns. Uh, one of them is right next to a spiritual weapon and doesn't like that. Uh, also right next to a fighter and doesn't like that. So he steps over to here. 
and reaches out to try to grab Corbin. Oh, this won't end poorly. A six, these- however, misses you. Yes. All these all these black mages walking around makes me wonder about a Tonberry right? showing up. For real. Like, Tonberry shows up. We all die. The other one appear, uh, walks up to you and tries to grab you. But a six still misses you. As yes, they it both does. roll sixes for their touch attacks. Um, which makes it it's nice. It's, it's nice of you guys okay. to get close. Um, I don't like these. Oh, uh, Nix, you need to roll a concentration. Is fire, is flame sphere concentration? Yeah. Oh. Unfortunately, um, spiritual weapon is not. <laughs> Good. It isn't, is it? which makes it one of the best fucking spells. Um, <laughs> it is, is one of the best cleric spells. Equal to the damage or half the damage? Uh, half the damage. So, uh, so it's still 10. 10. Yeah. Or or 10, whichever is higher. Yeah. Half damage or whichever is <laughs> higher, which is 10. I'm so, fine. Yep. You maintain flame sphere. Alright. Mm-hmm. I'm going to test the theory. So I am going to bonus action dash up here, 60 feet. Okay. And then be stupid and use radiant consumption. <laughs> ah! Okay. Yep. Stop that! What's the radius, What's the radius on that? Yeah, um, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, ten feet. feet. Ten feet. Ten feet. Nope, yes. ten feet. So it's you not get, that big. So you get Corbin and two of the mages. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, ten feet. And that's Somebody turned my... on a heat lamp behind me. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> now you'll notice that. Uh, and that was my action bonus action. Okay. Yep. That's my turn, so they take, uh, why did I put it down there? Uh, do level and damage? Yep. Rounded up, so three radiant damage now. And I take half, so two. Yep. I'm not looking good, guys. <laughs> to yourself. Yep. Yeah, you could have stabbed that one. And two of them take three points of damage. I could have, but I have a theory. Did it do more damage than on a normal thing? Give me a perception check. Okay. Natural 20. It's hard to tell because they're constructs of some kind. They mm-hmm. don't react to damage. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't look like... I mean, they're... Neither of their reactions were so spectacular as to lead you to assume they're weak to radiant energy. Okay, cool. That's my turn. Neither one of them went and died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Selena. All right. Um, so Selena's pissed because her clothing <laughs> got a little singed. Yep. Lucky you, they're all lit up very nicely. Yes. Um, So, damn it, we're... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, look, there's more of them, but I've got one person I've got my eye on. Uh, (laughs) Perfect. So, I will be casting... 
Um, a third level chaos bolt. Okay. Uh, take it off advantage. So, uh, I'm assuming eleven misses. Yeah, no, nope, eleven just. Good. I'm glad it was my third level spell. Um, and then two sorcery points for Eldritch Blast again. Uh, shouldn't you be rolling also a wild mage, a wild magic check for that? Yeah, uh, roll a d20. Yeah. I'm not instigating a wild. I'm not instigating a wild magic surge currently. But. Yeah, just like the general roll a d20 after your. Yes. So. Eighteen. You're good. Cool. Nope. I keep hoping for, like, a really good wild surge, like, regain all your spell slots. <laughs> and then Eldritch Blast number one is a 19. Uh, so, as as this blast comes forward, it sort of shifts that staff it's holding, clicks it on the ground, and a radiant sheen of light deflects the Eldritch Blast. I hate you so much. I am going to fuck you with that staff. <laughs> <laughs> number two... Yeah, that's all. And 11 is also a miss. Yep, reflects off the shield as well. Alright. Anything else on your turn? Nope, that was everything. Alright, Baldrin. Uh, I'm going to move out just so I have a better view of this. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 25. Uh, and I will pull out that wand and point it at the purple hat mage and cast banishment on it. <laughs> Alright, what's the save DC on that? Uh, DC on the wand is 15. It's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw? Not yeah. chari- I think- wisdom, not charisma? Ban- banishment is wisdom. Yeah. Oh, no, it is a charisma saving throw. It's Never charisma. mind. Yeah. yeah, it is charisma. Uh, well, he rolled a two. So. so Go you, away! You point it at this thing who's sort of like turning to stare at Selena, and as it <laughs> raises the staff, it just sort of dissipates. <laughs> it just sort of blinks out of existence. Out with you! I was going to kill at, that one. That was, at the, that was at the space where the mage was, not at Baldrin, just to be yeah. clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they can't have hope dying on me. Bonus action. Father, mend these wounds. I cast healing word at hope. Uh, let's say second level. For uh, those... Eight healing. Sweet. Regains eight. Uh, That makes it... Is that the end of your turn, Baldrin? Uh, That is it. Makes it Largo's turn. Largo, seeing radiant energy coming off Hope and a fireball sort of blocking his way towards anything, digs that pickaxe into the ground again, hefts another chunk of obsidian, and lobs it. Uh, with a natural 20. Uh, yeah! Nice shot. And just crushes the mage next to Corbin. The uninjured one. Dealing uh, as he deals 28 points of damage. <laughs> just crushes it beneath a chunk of obsidian. Spectacular. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that makes it Nix's turn. Okay. I'm gonna scoot up 25 because 
Sorry, Hope, getting in your aura would be painful. Um, it seems like the cavern continues this way, or no? Uh, no, that's just, it, it continues off to okay. the left. So over here only. That's yeah. just sort of a, just a curve. Got it. Um, in that case, next thing I'll do is move the flame sphere. As long, just as a reminder, you don't want to end your f- turn within five feet of this thing. Take the last five feet of my movement to move there, where I have a better angle, and um. Well, fuck, I already used my bonus action moving the sphere. Ah. Wait, did we say I could do healing word, like, as an action as opposed to a bonus action? Yes, you can spend an action. If you've already used your bonus action, you can spend an action to cast healing word. Okay, so... Hope is still injured. Um, may the abyss create extra fleshy stuff within you or something? (laughs) And healing word hope. I'm sure Bolger appreciates the attempt. <laughs> <laughs> that's not... Alright, uh, that's a good start. <laughs> Beautiful. Just, just, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I'll get better. I haven't done it that way before. Right. First level. Um, seven? Hope you'll seven. Alright. To be fair, that first level healing word healed almost as much as my second level healing word. <laughs> yes. Uh, at the end of your turn? Yep. Right. Corbin. I'm smacking on the scarecrow. Smack on the scarecrow. An 18 hits it. And it's tripping. Uh, so you stab into it. You sort of stab into. Oh, I got to do that. So twelve points. You stab into the robes, and as you get in there and go to try to trip it, its corporal corporeal form just sort of twitches and dissipates, and the robe and hat just collapse to the ground with no body underneath. That's easy. And then I'm going to one, two, three, four, five, six. Chase down these assholes. Alright, so you run past... And get out of the aura. (laughs) And get out of the aura. Um, Yeah, you don't see... You don't see them. Uh, The the tunnel takes a sharp curve uh, beyond there. Uh, But it is... uh, It is going up as you go. Okay. Um, Just a quick question. Is this one also dead, the one next to Hope? Yeah, Yeah, that one is dead. That's the one that he just killed. The one on the left is crushed underneath the boulder of obsidian. The one that's next to Hope just got stabbed, and you all saw its body just collapse, leaving nothing but its clothes behind. Alright, so we are still technically an initiative. Yep. Um, that makes it... Hope! Okay. Uh, Run up to everybody in your party and give them hugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm running up to here to see if I can find, and I can't see anyone either. Yep. They've, they've disappeared. I use, 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they were, they're bonus. only one hit. Mm-hmm. I used my bonus action to, to dispel the aura. So it's no longer up. Close my eyes. Uh, and turn to look at this thing. The one that's crushed under. Does it also look collapsed? So yeah, you, like, you, you go to look and you sort of like shift the obsidian boulder. And yeah, it's just clothes underneath it. There's no body. Like Ben Kenobi. We have one. We have one that died. Okay. Well. You're free. Did that. That's my turn. Largo. Nice nice turn yet. Selena. Uh, Selena is booking around these people. Going here. And just waiting. (laughs) All right. Holding action, and will be continuing to hold action throughout rounds, barring something catastrophic happening with a chaos bolt. <laughs> she made a promise. Baldrin. <laughs> <laughs> um, while I'm holding up the concentration on banishment, saying, "Hey, right here, five, ten, fifteen, twenty." Uh, I would like to inspect these robes and see if I can figure out what this thing was. That'd be a religion check? Uh, it'd be an arcana check. Arcana? It'd be an arcana check. Five. No clue. Fucked if you know. Yeah. <laughs> some sort of spell casting golem of some kind? Yeah. Is that your turn? That's uh, all I'm gonna do. Yeah. All right. I'm just looking at something really quick. Either it's extra planar and not gonna come back in a minute, or it will be back in a minute. So Largo sort of grips his pickaxe and moves over to where the other mage vanished from. It will come back. They always do. And he sort How of readies, soon? He sort of, He's like, oh, I know. He sort of readies his pickaxe. Uh, I can't if wait. Want, if you all want to get into position, I can let it go and let him back. Right. Uh, so Largo is readying, att- readying attack if it reappears. Uh, Nyx. You're muted still. You're muted. This is the spot where he disappeared? Uh, right in front of Largo. Uh, right there. Well, I've got Shillelagh up. Shillelagh also a concentration spell? No, it is not. Right. It, it is you can't, very good I don't think there are any concentration cantrips. Yeah. Yeah, no. Cantrips, no. I think there are, but they're, I think they're from the uh, elemental, uh, elemental evil handbook. Anyways, in the base game, there yes. are no. <laughs> Sorry, I got that wrong or whatever. Oh, um, no, I mean, just... So he disappeared from here, correct? Uh, right, the square right uh, above. Largo. That one? Yep, that one. 
Okay, I can't flank with that square, so instead I'm just going to move here with a stick. Alright. And that, then, are you holding your action to bash? Yeah. Right. Oh. Makes it Corbin's turn. Okay. Can I even hear their footsteps? I mean, they shouldn't be that far ahead. Uh, they had a cup. They had like two, two and a half, three rounds to run. Okay. So they are a ways away. Okay. Then I will come back in here. One, two, three, four, five. I'll stand underneath, roll next to the hammer. Uh, yeah. And everybody looks like they've got that covered. So I'm just going to lean back against the wall if I'm needed. Alright. On back to Hope. Alright. Well, listen. I've st- still. Actually, yeah, no, I'm still raging. <laughs> Because I did take damage. So I'm going to go... Yeah, let me... Yep. Go right there. For... Eh, wrong button. There we go. And ready my scimitar to smash whatever comes out of this extra-dimensional space. Or wherever... F banishment takes you. Ready to attack. Selena continuing to hold Chaos Bolt. Uh, she's at, yes, she's actually going to get in a better position, though. So that I was right here. Hold on. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. There. She wants to clear a fucking shot. <laughs> uh, uh So the first thing I'm going to do is... Um, Everyone's in position. Can so you, dr- can so you drop uh, something that you're not holding con- or that so according, drop a spell from uh, a wand? According to uh, at least the DMG and Sage advice, you have to concentrate on spells that you cast from a magic item. Yeah. You can you, you concentrate on it and thus you can drop it. Okay. There you go. So I will drop concentration on the banishment. Alright. So you sort of release that mental arcane hold, or that mental divine, in your case, hold, uh, on the wand, and there is a slight rushing sound, just as the air that was sucked away reappears, along with the black-robed mage, which triggers Nyx, Hope, Largo, and Selena's (laughs) reactions. Uh, Largo and Hope are attacking with advantage. Selena, you're rolling your attack. Eat a dick! (laughs) Did I get sneak attack? Uh, Largo crits. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck him up. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, 20 hits, dealing 8 magical bludgeoning damage, 22 hits. It has it was it, it has no ability to react because it was incapacitated until a second ago. Um, yeah. Plus sneak attack. Uh, fourteen yeah. does hit. Fourteen okay. does hit, Jeremy. Awesome. Because it doesn't have shield up right now. <laughs> oh. And that was a level two, so 
16 total on mine. Yep, yep. Uh, 15... But about 15... So my choices are 4 and 5. Uh, uh, force damage. All right. So, yeah, there is just this massive echoing collision sound as a pickaxe, a enhanced staff, a magically enhanced staff, a scimitar, and a ball of force collide in the middle of this creature. And there's just an arcane reverberation as it explodes in energy and the clothes and staff clump, clump, uh, uh, just sort of clump onto the ground. Ah, that was deeply satisfying. Really Fuck was. yes, it was. <laughs> Since it's still my turn. Um, <laughs> it is still your turn. Uh, move 5, 10, 15. Bonus action, move the hammer 20. It's not actually a corporeal thing, so it doesn't get hit by the flaming sphere. Correct. No. And it's only when you end your turn there, just so everyone oh. knows. Shit. Yes, you, you, can, you can run past as long as you don't stop next oh, wow. to it. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, at this point, we're going to be out of initiative. Uh, okay. As Jeremy rolls d d20 and hits 20, which is not a 1. Um, right. The opposite of a 1. It is. And so of course, gonna... that's where my natural 20 hits. Yeah. yeah. So we are currently out of initiative. Okay. Well, this wand is proven I'm, useful. I'm walking up to the to. Is there anything left of a body? No. Okay. No, walking it's up, just robes. Open staff up and looking them over. All right, give me an investigation check. I'm rummaging through the dead cultist. Thirteen. That's right, right next to me. Uh, so the <laughs> the, the uh, give me an investigation check as well, Corbin. Yep. Uh, Aaron, what are you doing? As this is happening, Nyx is going to walk up to Baldrin and sort of place a hand on him and mutter, May the darkness knit your flesh. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little disturbing, lad, but thank you. Uh, Uh, Hope's going to be investigating the orange scarecrow people. Alright, give me an investigation check there. I got a 20. Alright. 13. So 13 Yay, I regained 10 hit points. A 13 investigation from Selena, 20 investigation from Corbin, um, and Baldrin heals 10. Uh, so, Corbin, you first. Uh, these cultists had uh, leather armor and scimitars on them. And that's okay. you, you, you reach out and you pull off the mask because you're really curious to see what's underneath that mask, and it's just a human. Yeah. Um, and nothing particularly special about them other than their in these robes. Uh, you do also find one of those uh, warped Eidos uh, amulets. The uh, the two different halves of obsidian melded into, a, into an eclipse symbol. Um, meanwhile, uh, both uh, Selena and Hope, as you're looking through these robes, there's nothing inherently magical about any of the items left behind, but you do find magical... Uh, formula written on the inside of the robes. Sort of like stitched on the inside of the robes. And it's sort of a complex arcane formula. And the staff is just a focus? Staff is just a focus. 
Uh, can I arcana to figure it out? Yes, you can. Yeah, I'd like to as well. I, I look 17. Over to, I look over to Nyx, and you could probably use a little bit of healing yourself, Vlad. Oh, I, I don't have advantage, sorry. Oh, 11. Forgot to I, switch back. Put my, put my hand on him. Forge Father, may the flames of your forge rekindle the fire of life. And I cast... The healers have a healing circle. Um, (laughs) Eleven healing. So, Hope, you look at it, and the formula doesn't look familiar to you. Mm -hmm. It is... But it does have a vague... in vaguely divine but not quite correct feel to it. Mm -hmm. Um... Like, it's an arcane formula, but the writing seems pinned by more of a divine inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, an, it's not a magical formula you've ever seen before. Selena, it's, again, it's, this, is a, this is not a magical formula you've ever seen right. before, and you pick that up as well. But you are able to determine what it's for. Um, okay. it's, very similar to, it's very similar to a planar binding spell. Except instead of binding, except instead of binding an extra planar creature, it seems like it was binding a magical essence itself into a shape. These, well, far, that's fucked. Yeah. As, as far as you can tell, these were arcane golems, like golems of pure magical energy. Really? Well, that's fucked up. There's some weird formulas. Um, they. Making a magic, literal magic construct. A construct out of magic itself. Yeah, and so from what you can tell, the robes themselves aren't inherently magical. It's just the Mm -hmm. formula was keeping them together. Thanks. He's going to take the one that's near him over here. um, And either if there's a specific part that's got the magical formula on it that he can find, or just generally otherwise he's going to cast infestation. You you sort of open it up, and it's just all over the inside of the robes. Yeah. I'm going to try and use infestation to break it, because someone said these things always come back. Yeah, no, the infestation eats away at the clothing. Yeah, I'm going to pick up my daggers and I'm cutting out like a piece of it. I'm so also moving my flaming spear sort of in the way in case anyone comes. Yep. They will get caught on fire. Hope pulls out that short sword. And yeah. I'm picking up my daggers too, the yep. ones I threw. Okay. Yeah, pick up your daggers and you just yeah. rip Cut out, it out a big chunk of the formula. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Selena, are you doing anything with the robes that you have? Uh, one. Yeah, she's casting produce flame and throwing it on him. <laughs> she can't. She can't. <laughs> she can't do what she promised. So <laughs> she's got to do something. Um, and yeah, the staff doesn't seem to be particularly magical. It's just a focus. It's you a could just wrap the focus, cloth, but it's a focus. You could just wrap the cloth around a broom handle and then use it to mop things. I think that would work pretty well. I, I mean, don't fulfill know. the spirit of the. I suppose I could have made a mop and give it to somebody else and say, "Here, go mop." But mm-hmm. that's so, not as much. No, the moment's gone. 
uh, Largo sort of looking at the destroyed bodies. You have my thanks. Is there anything I can do for you? Do you know the way out of here? We're trying to get back up to the surface. Yes, I can lead you. Uh, Does it avoid be... any sort of scaly, dragony kind of things? Just want to confirm. I got a question. Okay, good. <laughs> Who the fuck were these people? Shrugs. Oh, masked men captured me, stole me from my tribe. Needed muscle. Well, I could do... He holds up the pickaxe. Where's your tribe from? What were you making... What, what were you... The obsidian? He, I'm assuming? Yeah, he, he sort of taps the wall where... Yeah, you're seeing yeah. this is... This, yeah. The wall is rich with obsidian. Yeah. <clears throat> My tribe in the mountains. Okay. Well, let's get you back to your tribe once we get out of here. Did they take more of you? Or just you? More ogres taken. Only Largo here. Where did the rest of them get taken? Do not know. We'll see if we can't find any more of them on our way out. Would you be willing to help us get to the surface? <clears throat> Thank you. These are shoulders to the large pickaxe. You know, it looks like he's very comfortable using it to kill things, so... <laughs> there's, there's bad blood between dwarves and the kin of giants, but no one deserves to be enslaved like this. When you're ready, I will lead. And he just sort of well, stands there waiting. We have to talk to the NPC to trigger the next sequence. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't make that... that uh... That one, and I pointed the dead cultist. Talk, explain what they were doing here. Uh, I could, but that would require me taking the corpse and having a bit of a rest. I have not beseeched. On other top. Did you just say you were going to take the corpse somewhere else and have a rest? (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're You're welcome to take that implication where you will, but that's not what I meant and you know it. Um, I know it's not, but it's funny to say. Question. Uh, does anyone have something they that we could leave behind as a final fuck you if they come back here? Hmm. I mean, I'm sure Lago here could drop a deuce, but uh, I don't really want to stick around for that. No. head in confusion. I consider bopping him with the magic stick. I don't do it. Me or Largo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also pretty far away. I mean, how explicit right. do you how how explicit of a can we make it message just do you so want this to be? We could make it I so that they can't think- use this for mining again. I'll be honest, my thought was glyph of wording, but Nick doesn't have that spell. 
<laughs> yeah, no, me either. Um, we could collapse the cavern? No, because I'm going to come back down here and kill that dragon. <sighs> there were Are other you paths. fucking kidding me? There were no. other paths down. Remember? <laughs> Are you... No! No, absolutely not! So it's a maybe. One of us has died twice just trying to get down here and back up. Well, after we obviously after we've cleared everything out, we'll come back when we're better prepared. And you're muted, next. Baldrick, you're the expert on civilization and civilized peoples. Can you explain to our adventuring idiot why that's not a good idea? Uh, well, quite frankly, while we don't have the strength to fight it ourselves, it should be dealt with. The longer it stays down there, the more dangerous it is to the people above. All right, so we will tell somebody up there, hey, there's a big, horrible thing down there that you guys probably need to kill. Or we'll put a pin in it and come back after we've gotten better prepared. It's definitely something to keep mind of in case no one else has killed it before we're able to come back and do so, but we definitely shouldn't be rushing headlong into our deaths. We're I still going to warn around right the now. people of the, of, of the city directly above them, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> However, gathering an adventuring team takes time and it we might be the first ones to come back. Especially when we give a, a rough estimation on the size and abilities. First assessment on who would well, be willing to fight We don't have to, to tell them. them that there was a treasure pile down there. No, we don't. We just have to say That'll that there's a, a dragon. Nice That'll just be a nice surprise. Yeah. Whoever makes it before we do. See, we can't really leave a trap, I don't think. Not without me taking roughly an evening's rest to beseech my deity for different powers to be bestowed. <sighs> I'm going to turn to Largo well, and in ask that him case, how she, get, she grins like, we can leave a message, though. You guys, just as, a, just as a note, you guys have been, prior to getting to here, you guys were walking for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you could conceivably make camp for a night here. It was, a, you've you've thinking back over the, the amount of rests that you've had and the amount of time you've been walking. You've been walking for what feels like three days. <laughs> yeah, um, and like it's getting close to the end of that third day now. Um. Then I'm gonna ask Largo. <sighs> Would it, you mind if we make camp? sleep and head out in the morning or would you like to leave now? Whatever you feel is best. How close is the exit from here, do you know? He said they came back. It is... Hmm. He sort of thinks, and he takes he takes the, the pickaxe and slams it into the wall uh-huh. and you feel the room reverberate as he, as he does so. <laughs> One... Two, three, four, five. It is 
He's trying, and you can tell he's trying to figure out how to equate that number of hits to a time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone okay. who wants can make an insight check. Yeah, sure. seeing as how I asked him. Seven. Uh, Five. Eight. One. With a natural one. <laughs> I rolled Thirteen. High Jesus 20. Christ. Twenty-one. <laughs> Good fucking so, God. Corbin Baldrin have no idea. Uh, Selena, it's definitely he's definitely trying to come up with a with a unit of time that he doesn't know. Right. Um, Hope and Nix, you're pretty certain the the the, the very deliberate motion and pullback and hit makes you think of an uh, like the 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 gong of a clock when it strikes its mm-hmm. hours. And so, if each gong is one hour, he struck five times, and he's trying to figure out how to equate that to a time measurement. Um, then Nix will offer. So, about half the time between rests. So, not a full day? I'm five sure. hours. Hours. I'm trying to give it some. Five times a gong strike. Oh, best okay. Come up with. Yeah. <laughs> that would be five hours. Okay. Hmm? I don't know about you, but I don't want to be here if they come back. So. They don't How much be further could back. we travel today, John? You could theoretically make it... The, the extra five hours would put you in the dead of night. Okay. Um, which, if you're going to be in the dead of night, you'd probably rather be in it inside than outside. Um, I mean, true. But you could theoretically get out of the cave. It would just be probably midnight by the time you get out. Are there What's... any other... Taverns rest places along the trip. Other mining, other mining rooms. Well, none prepared for sleep. If we stop here and rest here, I can do both of the things that we've been wanting to do. I can speak to this dead man, and I can leave a trap. That could be good. If there's other, I won't lie. That's appealing to me. Do the other uh, mining rooms branch off of a main tunnel? The mines follow the tunnels. They find natural cave follow down to ore. Mine ore continue following tunnel. Maybe we should go to the next one, because if they collapse this tunnel, we're stuck in here. If they do come back. And then they have other tunnels to mine from. They don't need this one. It's just an extra one at this point if people are if people are pouring up out of the bottom. Are they pouring well, up from the bottom or are they coming in from the top? It's us. We're coming up from the bottom. Well, yeah. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> uh, um, I cast chaos. Bolt bolt bolt. Bolt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just 
I cast shield. What if we just carry the body with us until tonight? I can do that. Sure, that sounds fun. Largo. And then... Reaches down and picks up the cultist and just holds him like a ragdoll. Oh, thank you. Oh, um, that's disturbing. <laughs> I, we don't actually need to leave uh, Trap. I was just thinking that would be... Does anyone have like a vial of acid or something that we could drop over the door? Or am I just being petty? There's no... You are, I mean, you but I don't chance. disagree. Unfortunately, I don't have any acid. Yeah. If you want to seal this room, I can do so. I think we should seal this place as we leave. And yeah, I'll, I, I, will, I will prepare a, uh, a trap, shall we say, over the course of my prayers, and we can leave it at a central location, perhaps a nexus of all these tunnels. All right, as we head out. That works. Wasn't the whole point of not collapsing the tunnel was that we were maybe going to come back down through here to get there the dragon? Are, there are better paths to that dragon. He's delusional. <laughs> yes. I'm optimistic and pragmatic. <laughs> you can't be both of those things at <laughs> yeah, the same can. time. Can I do an insight check for if this guy really genuinely believes this or is just sure. trying to dick with me. Sure. I'm not trying to dick with you. <laughs> he honestly expects to come back down here and that deal was, with this dragon. That was I'm genuine, in favor of this plan. That was yep. a genuine Corbinism. <laughs> so Selena's going to go over to uh, uh, where Largo had been. Mm-hmm. Come up to the wall here, pull out a piece of chalk, and write in, now we have an ogre, too. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> now, I have a, now I have a machine. <laughs> what color chalk are you using? Uh, uh, Can I borrow that? Yellow. Yeah. So in, yellow, in, in large yellow letters, are you writing it in common? Uh, I'm going to write it in common, and then just in case they don't speak common, but they do speak primordial for some reason. <laughs> Can yes. I borrow the chalk? So you write in common, and then in, in we'll we'll say in um, in inferi the uh, the the fire prim- the fighter. I'm fire looking to see what I'm looking to see in what the written language for primordial dwarvish. What else that they use? I believe it's Is dwarvish. It Yep. Okay. Yeah, Everything so. is dwarvish. I am going to write. <laughs> I'm going wrong. to take Selena's primordial translation and actually write it in deep speech, which also uses so, the yeah. same. Yeah. So as so, Nix comes over and starts writing in this very arcane and strange-looking language. I need everybody except Nix to give me wisdom saves. Oh no! Yeah, Deep I just speech. look it's like black speech. You're not supposed to hear it or look at it. I just yeah, I just That's look. What to they see were communicating sure. in? I don't <laughs> care. Eleven. Oh no! Eight. Nineteen. Uh, so hope you sort of look at it, and the as you look at the writing, the words seem to wiggle in your vision, but mm. you just sort of blink and shake your head and put it out of your mind. Uh, Baldrin, Selena, and Corbin, you sort of get absorbed into these ever-shifting words. Um, and it starts to give you a headache after a while. And after a little bit, you just hear these faint alien whispers in the back of your head. God, yes. 
Oh no. I go over and I wipe that shit off the wall. I'm fucking... If it's giving me a headache, I'm wiping that shit off the wall. I hold you back. I what the fuck? Shit's giving me a headache. They don't look at it. It is the tongue that they understand. You wanted a translation. If you're so weak of mind and spirit that it bothers you, don't look at it. It's fucking with my head too. But think about it. Either. And Either count the best blessings of the abyss you have been head. given great knowledge. Okay, I no, differ on this writing. Part, But yeah. um, if they see it, either they're going to understand it, which goal A accomplished, or it'll fuck with their head, which is goal B accomplished. We're leaving right, this. I just go to the, I just go to, I just walk over to the other end. Put your back to it, walk away. Yep. And as soon as you put your back to it and stop thinking about it, after a while, the headache and the voices go away. Just well, we have language. It's the language of beholders. And yep. it, yes, <laughs> it is. It's also the language the abyss talks in. It's true. And Nyx has never interacted with another person when learning it. <laughs> Fair point. Alright. So, are you leaving this room? Are you yep. staying in this room? What are you guys doing? Right. Uh, leaving the room now that... Yeah. Was, yeah. Did anyone tell Largo to not collapse the tunnel? No. no. Don't collapse it. Yeah. Corbin and Hope would tell him not to collapse it. Leave that in place. Nick will message. say it's up to him. He was the one held captive here. Oh, I will take that metal chain whip that one of them had they were hitting Largo with. Yeah, it's just a whip. But yeah. Yeah, I, as a, this tool of torture will be melted down for materials. Alright. Can I have it? What part of melted down for materials did you not hear? <laughs> why do you want a, the why do you want a metal whip? Because they're also abyss-themed, and maybe it's cool. Fine, here. Thank you. So what you get is a... It's a whip. It's Functionally, it's a whip. But in design aspects, it is a uh, wooden handle wrapped in leather with long uh, uh, black-painted metal chain as a whip. And each link has a spike on either side. Can someone with the PHB out check if that's a martial or simple weapon for me? It's a martial weapon. Martial. Yeah, it's martial. Yeah. Okay, good to know. I don't get proficiency, but I'll keep it anyways. I don't know if... <laughs> How many times will it? Nick smack themselves with a whip? <laughs> <laughs> druids can Let's use swords. Let's see if druids can use whips. No. I don't believe so. Though I can no. use thorn whip. True. It's... Yeah, whips, whips are not in their weapon proficiencies. Yep, and they are martial weapons. So, you have a whip. And you all continue on. As you all sort of leave, um, Largo, having having more nays than yays, we'll just leave the tunnel alone for now. Um, okay. And we'll uh, lead you all through a series of, through a series of interconnected tunnels Um into another large room. This one looks like very much like the one you were just in, except it's been obviously mined to completion. 
Um, and there are bits of uh, mining, like old broken mining equipment around, bits of chain hanging off the walls. Um, and Largo just continues to walk, just sort of not paying attention to anything other than his path, unless other unless anybody asks him to stop. So, just... Are we resting here? As soon as we find a spot. Old Largo. One second. He stops. Turns around. This is a wide. This is sort of a wide open space. There's only two exits: the one, the tunnel you came in, and the tunnel that he was heading towards. Um, uh, Largo, do you know if there's a spot where all these tunnels meet, all these mining shafts? Single tunnel all the way down. Following the tunnel, following the vein. Not Perfect. constructed natural cavern. Let us know when we're about to reach the entrance of all of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Turns and starts walking. We'll keep going. Mm-hmm. So about four and a half hours worth of walking later, uh, he comes to a stop um, in another large <coughs> mined out cavern. This one you see has like sort of makeshift, it looks like this is sort of like the makeshift command center. Um, there's a desk with some papers on it, um, mm-hmm. and there are uh, some bunk beds sort of lined up. There's nobody in here. It seems like the, the two survivors just went, went the fuck away. Um, but this looks this looks like it was probably ground zero for the mining operation, and, and Largo does stop uh, when he gets there. No other large caverns before the exit. Papers on the desk. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at them. All right, you go yeah. over yep. investigation roll. Looking Anyone that wants to look at any... desk, give me investigation rolls. All right. Yeah. I'll go over because I might, if it's in deep speech, I'm the only one that understands it. Five. <laughs> I got Natural three. 20. Seven. Makes it a 21. Hmm? Make your investigation roll. Eight. So most of what you guys are finding is generic mining paperwork, and some most of it's in common. It It... it it seems like the, the, the deep speech that they were speaking was primarily for each other and the arcane golems. Uh, you do recall they did speak common when talking to Largo. Um, I know. And all, but... of, all of this, all the paperwork is in common. Baldrin, while they're going over the paperwork on the desk, it's mostly just like, you know, shipping shipment A going to shipment B. Like, like uh, mine shipment going to uh, River's End. Mining shipment going to Clifftop. Uh, mining shipment going to core. Um, very sort of basic, which you can get a little bit of information out of that, but not a lot. Baldrin, you sort of uh, lean over and reach down underneath the desk, and you find what looks like to be a journal that had fallen down. Sort of pick it up and dust it off and open it up and start reading. Uh, what languages do you speak? Uh, I have... Shit, I need to move my other proficiencies back. Too simple for a second. Okay. Uh, um, quick question. Mm-hmm. We have one of those Ido symbols. Yes. Which side is this? The abyss onyx or the other onyx? Both. Oh, the, oh, sorry. The uh, the obsidian. The, the genuine. The genuine Ido symbol. Or the. We have an Ido symbol from one of the cultists. Yes. It's half and half. It's half... You described it before as half 
And so it's, sorry, it's two. It's so it's it's a, it's a, it's looks at first glance to be a single obsidian disc, but there's yes. a crack in the middle of it. And upon further inspection, it seemed that half of it was naturally occurred, naturally mined obsidian, probably from yeah. a location like this, and the other half was abyss spawned obsidian. Okay, so this is the half that is mined. This is not the abyss half. You would assume, yes. Okay. Um, I speak common, dwarvish, and orcish. So none of the, so it's this book is written in a language you do not recognize. You know it's not the weird headache making language, but you don't the, recognize the, it. The, the script if that it's should not language, exist. language, I still might speak it. Because <laughs> because like it like typically deep speech doesn't have a script because it's a weird language. Correct. <laughs> so um, putting oh, script yeah. to it makes it hurt. Yes, it does. Um. So, uh, I don't speak whatever language this is. Is it written in Dwarvish script, or is it no. um, a script it's, that I don't recognize either? It is a script you do not recognize. It's a very it's a very uh, symbol-heavy script, um, and the symbols are at once elegant and rough. It's odd to look at. Well, there's only, like, five scripts, yep. so... I was like, anyone recognize in the book? <laughs> yeah, there's only five scripts in, in in the core book. Anyone recognize whatever this symbol system is? I'll take a look. All right. Yeah. Languages do you guys speak? I'll just pop it in chat. Yep. Common yeah. primordial. I will eventually. I literally have the exact same deep speech language proficiency as Baldrin. <laughs> common dwarfish norfish. Yep. Celestial and common. Um. So. Um, Nix, you partially recognize the script. Um, it is not Abyssal, but it is the language that Abyssal shares its written script with, Infernal. You don't know Infernal well enough to translate accurately, um, but you do recognize the script as Infernal. Right. It's Infernal. I can't exactly read it, but I know the letters. Because oh, devils and demons hate each other lovely. to the point that they write different languages. Yep. Make, make me a religion check, Baldrin. I feel like it's more one of them's too cha- one of I them writes chaotically and six. one of them writes lawfully. Um, I would also like to roll a religion. Sure. Why not? That, I recognize that, that, that sounds right. Three. That sounds right, Baldrin and Selena. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nix, uh, it's it's actually the it's two separate dialects. Um, that when written don't read correctly the same. Uh, Abyssal uses the same lettering as Infernal, but it uses the letters in different locations and different matchups. Yeah. Um, it's like they've never seen English and Old English. Yeah. Um, it's not that you can't read it, it's that you can't localize it, basically. Yeah. Um, you can't make it understandable in, an, in a fashion that would make sense to anybody in the room. Um, and the pri- and you you happen to know that Rethorb, the uh, d- the demon of sin, rules over all demons, devils, and other uh, sort of infernal abyss type creatures, and so they share a language because of him. But and they're all sort of interversed in the, each other's language, so it doesn't tell you anything about the writer. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just tells you that it is infernal script specific to the infernal language. 
I don't know if it's that. I think it's more it's more interwoven and mingly. I think it's just like some of them the language developed two different ways or or the abyss created the language two different ways depends on your theology. Well, I can't read it. And this all is boring. No, we crap. would need to find someone that can actually read Infernal to translate it. The only thing is that they seem to be shipping everywhere. Um, Unless someone has magical assistance. Does anyone know a... Uh... The only people that I know that would be likely to know the Infernal language would be Tieflings, but I don't know any myself. I don't... I That's know you people. You don't know and... any tieflings? I no, live I know... in a dwarven I... mountain. I know One ten people. apparently not... Uh, not um, and you uh, all know each other. ...familiar with the term sarcasm. <laughs> no, I mean, it's... The sarcasm only works if it, it's not incredibly obvious why. It's very obvious why I don't to know To everybody easy. around you, it's obvious why I said that. <laughs> Largo raises it's, a hand. I, I didn't understand. It's okay, Largo. <laughs> pat, pat, pat. Very obvious uh, why I don't know Dwarves are kind of insular. Okay. I mean, no, we might... Baldrian doesn't get out much. <laughs> not a surprise. Basically. Um... I'm Do sure any of us know someone that speaks Infernal? Give me history checks with disadvantage, all of you. Okay. I'm going to voluntarily fail the check because yeah, Nick knows you, ten people. You know ten people and great. they all know each other. Seven. We could I ask I figured the I knew guy somebody who at the runs the Adventuring Guild. Guild. I also yeah. know him. Actually, if we, if we can't think of anyone, he might be a man who knows. Mm, yeah, uh, those of you that have rolled. Is the Guild... Um, Offer translation services? The, Is that the, a thing guilds do? Potentially. You ask. F- fairly um, regularly. Um, as far as you guys are aware, you don't know anybody personally that you that you know for a fact speaks Infernal. Um, Actually, the people that I you, should. The people that you can think to. The people that you can I should see to roll. Yeah, if anyone from the Mercantile Guild knows, because that's kind of our job. I mean, I knew I've known a couple people who were definitely speaking <laughs> some kind of devilish language while we were interacting. 21! Twice! So, Baldrin, <laughs> you don't know anybody personally that speaks in front. You do, however, have an idea of who you could ask. I know um, the Underhold Mercantile Guild has to have somebody who knows well, la- all of the languages. Uh, potentially. But the first thought that comes to mind for you is the Elemental Magisters and Core. No! Um, yeah, they know everybody. Because Hold on. Not Let, all... Let's see how it's said first. Okay. Because yeah. they, in addition to the fact that they know, they, they, they are an archive of knowledge, both magical and mundane, um, which stands to reason that they have the biggest library, they have the most books, they probably have a translation for everything. They're also known to be powerful magic users, which means if they can't speak it, they can speak it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. The second thing would be the Adventurers Guild and Core. Maybe somebody with maybe if you you 
maybe if you guys made friends, this is a this is a language that you're you're obviously seeing being used in an underhanded business. Maybe somebody with connections to the underworld might have mm-hmm. uh, somebody that can translate it. You're thinking you're not. Re- you you figure there has to be somebody in the mercantile union that speaks infernal. You just don't know who it would be, or where they would be, because you're not officially a member, and you know that the forge master doesn't. Like yeah. the, the the people that you know in the mercantile union do not. You don't know who would. So that's 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 sort of the train of thought that you go down. Is you know first elemental magisters, then adventurers guild, then underworld connections. Um. I mean, there's one place in all of the currently existing worlds that has a vast collection of knowledge of all languages and the people who can do the magic to know it Uh, kind of off the top of their head. Huh? Uh, Where's that? You don't know. It's... No. (laughs) The Tower of Mages. Absolutely not. Why? And there's a little silver cat that's on its that's got its hackles raised where Nyx once was. Yes, I, I, I get I get the reasoning for that reaction, but they, they, they legitimately would absolutely know everything about this language. And if um, we could somehow break in there without dying, I'd be all for that. I don't think they have a problem with any of us, specifically. Yeah, I don't see what those reactions are. Nix is a cat. Hiding behind Selena. I, I, I get All the right. mistrust. I, I do I do understand the mistrust. I don't think they actually have any problems with us. Second from that probably Do we need to go to the probably someone in the Adventurers Guild will most likely know someone. There's got to be a tiefling adventurer or someone who speaks infernal in the adventurers. Right. That seems a lot That's easier right. than going and trying to get a library than the than talking to the biggest assholes in the land, yeah. And failing that one, someone in the Underhold Mercantile Guild will probably speak Infernal just for business. The who's the what now? Merchant, the Mercantile Guild that runs half this city. All the uh, city. Oh. I'll take up Mer- B or C. The, the Mercantile Guild Council is the city council of Underhold. <laughs> mm. Well, there we go. So, there's three options. That seems in... a lot easier. It's it's a it's a ledger book of some, or some sort of business book. So, I don't think there... we need to go to like the fanciest translators around. They're probably going to charge too much. Yeah, there are three options in descending order of likelihood. With the magic of being, we don't need to know it. We don't need to know it well enough to go talk to the assholes. Well, we're in Underhold right now, so... Well, I mean, who knows where we are. Underhold. But we're, we were in Underhold, and presumably we have to take the, the weird flying carriage back? So, from Underhold. Because I don't imagine it stops off in the middle of the woods. So, or wherever the hell we are. So we head back there, and we ask around to see if anyone speaks Infernal. Well, for now, yeah. we should probably find a good place to rest just to, uh... That, too. Margo. Allow myself to speak with this corpse and, colla- and leave a trap. Yeah, this is where we were doing that. Lar- Largo points at the beds. There we go. Oh. So let's lay down. I don't know. Uh, okay. The giddy will go up on the bed. 
Largo, Largo sort of walks over to that entrance tunnel and just <laughs> sits down with his back to the tunnel. This is good. This is, I that's set a good up my guard. bed roll. All right, yeah. let's set up watch shifts. <laughs> so, who's on first watch? The, I, I will. I'm oh, this is going to be fun, because Corbin volunteered, too. Corbin's okay. Quiet so a little cat paw raises in the air. Right. <laughs> so Corbin and Nyx. Second watch? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. Never mind. And Selena, or, Bo- or Selena and Hope? Take our preference. I Boldrin needs to do his rituals, so in the middle in like the second watch, in the middle of it seemed like a good place. Okay, yeah, sure, go for it. Please hope and uh, and Largo will Largo will wake up for third watch to also help. Okay. Sweet. Uh, Alright, so first watch, we have Corbin and Nyx. Quiet. <laughs> unless unless Nyx brings anything up. Nyx is a cat for the first two hours. Yeah. Alright. Give me perception checks. I am using my sense of smell because that gives me advantage right now. Okay. Yes, it does. I'm using my eyeballs, and I got a 14. 21. Corbin with a 14. Thing seems fine. Nyx with a 21. Largo hasn't had a bath in a while. <laughs> that's, pretty much the, that's pretty much the major thing you smell. Is okay. Largo. Other than that, that's fine. first watch passes pretty uneventfully. Um, I don't blame him. Last time I took a bath, I got carted away too. <laughs> <laughs> Second watch, we have Baldrin and Selena. Uh, sitting down doing my rituals. Not doing rituals because I don't have to, because sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, sorcerer that threatens to blow the themselves recharge. up every now and then. <laughs> Selena, are you working on your tarot cards? Yes, actually. Give me a give me a forgery check. Okay. With uh, intelligence. Just for oh. the hell of it, because I'm already working with spells of the dead right now. Let's put animate dead in my spell list too. <laughs> <laughs> Good spell. It is. Oh, that should not have been yeah, at disadvantage, but does sixteen. Um, that's not yeah, bad. You have you have about half of the cards painted. At this Sweet. Point. Um. So you've you've got a you've got a twenty six card uh, tarot deck. Nice. Um. The other twenty six have not quite been finished yet. Yep. And she just hums to herself as she does. So. Mm-hmm. And everyone else can give me perception checks. Right, sorry, uh, both of you can give me perception checks while you're okay. while you're waiting. Five. You're Oof. really absorbed in that painting. Yep. Uh, normal perception check is going to be twenty-one. I like okay. twenty-one. You have you have the smell of paints coming from Selena. Um, and the smell of Largo. You have the smell of it. Largo coming from Largo, and that's pretty much it. All right. I like twenty-one today. Yeah. Apparently. Second watch ends and third watch begins. Largo mm-hmm. gets up and heads over. There's a, there's sort of a, like an open spring in in the other far in the corner. He walks over and gets himself. Uh, begins watch and hope. You and Largo. 
Hydration mm-hmm. is important. Uh, nope. Because you have this weird, weird, yeah, and I might look at the weird writing again, but that's probably it. Right. While I watch. Give me a perception check then. Okay. Seven. Neither you nor Largo hear much of anything. Mm-hmm. And the rest of you all wake up. And that's when the beholder sneaks up <laughs> on us. Third, third watch continues uneventfully, and you all awaken after your long rest. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't hear footsteps if they're just floating. Ah. <sighs> all right, let's get down to business. <clears throat> Marco dumps the body off to one side. You realize he was holding it the whole time, even in sleep. That uh, might have been part of the smell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is going to take me about ten minutes to prepare. I'll need a bit of incense, which should hopefully help dissipate the smell. So are you saying that the ogre cuddled with a body pillow? Less cuddled with and held like a rag doll. <laughs> and as you as you sort of inspect the corpse, you see its arms and rib cage and basically Can everything like around the bit. middle have been crushed. Yeah, because he wasn't too terribly gentle with the holding. Yeah. This didn't pop like a toothpaste. No, but it does sound like a maraca when you move it now. <laughs> Someone give me ideas for the question, because this is going to be... I've only got five. Um, five? Okay. Right. Like, where their operation goes, like where they send this might be useful. It might be useful to uh, know. We have, the, we have the papers that say that already. Oh, do, this, do those papers give a location? I'll also, I'll also point out this man said, is still able... To, like, this corpse is still able to lie to us. Mm-hmm. So. There, they can... It said they sent it to... I have written down Core, Rivers, End, and Clifftop. So, at least... I mean, who do you work for might be a good question, except for I feel like the answer is the abyss. <laughs> who is your direct... Supervisor? <laughs> I was going to say superior. If we, if we could put potential questions in chat for me so I can have a selection. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, your 10 minutes pass. Lord Father, Lord Father, use this corpse as a vessel, as a bellows for your flame. So, as you finish the spell, there is this sound of wind as if, as if a bellow was being pressed down and as that sound pushes in it's just a as the corpse <clears throat> rises up slightly not able to get all the way up because most of its central mass has been crushed um, just sort of hovering up slightly at its shoulder blades head lolling to one side you took the mask off right? yeah so there's this broken human form just <gasps> and ask so unsettling you're a creepy dude you know that Baldrin no response <laughs> first vessel who is your commanding officer we are the shards of Idos. 
And we serve our own Shards of Idos. I'm going to insight check every answer. Um, oh, yeah, huh? Oh, I guess that's a natural one. I'll give it a shot. Seems correct. Yeah. 14. 15. Doesn't seem like he's lying. All right. Hard to tell with a corpse, but... Yeah. Also, he didn't answer your question. He just rattled off a statement that you feel is probably a prepared statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying to avoid it. Because <sighs> he has to answer your question. He doesn't have to answer it directly. Yeah, he doesn't have to answer it specifically. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a tough one. Who are the shards of Idos? Yes. Them, him. Except he's going to say himself. Yeah. Who are the other shards <laughs> of Idos? I like where we're There's probably a lot it. of them. Probably a lot of them. I'm okay if we get a whole lot of names. <sighs> Who are the rest of the shards of Idos? We are the fractured legacy of Idos. So Idos is broken. He, he, he doesn't have to enter these things directly, is the problem. Okay. So if he's if it's a f- let's do something that will get him potentially interested proselytizing. We can ask why the after fractured how and is I point it did you stuff like this this kind of stuff is going to give us information I could point it sort of hold and I, po- I, point it next what what ends do you serve? You said you serve your own ends. What is your goal? We will reclaim the shards of idols. You are the shards of idols. Okay. You, you, you get the feeling that that was a noun. Just yeah. Yeah. No. Um, ah. Instead of this being a truth-telling insight check on the last one, trying to insight or whatever would be appropriate. Does this person carry the same affect I recognize in hope in myself? Sure. Give me an insight check. Ah! Didn't it roll? Nope. Okay. It doesn't seem like it. And you do you, oh, you, did, shit. you did see him get killed. He didn't have nothing special happened when he died. Um, I don't um, know that because true, I'm the one true. who's been dying. Mechan- um, mechanical question. But yeah. he, he doesn't so, seem to have the same magic that you have yeah. or whatever. He identified himself as a shard of Eidos and then said they were going to claim the shards of Eidos. Did those sound like the same version of the word or different ones no, with the, the the first one was definitely a identity and the second one was a noun. So since uh, Idos uh, is one of the deities I pay lip service to, one of the 
Uh, eight so far. Can I get a religion <laughs> roll? Yes, you can. And both uh, what were you? Mechanical set. Mechanical question. Is a corpse animated by Speak with Dead susceptible to Zone of Truth? Because uh, neither of them are concentration spells. Yes. I cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> oh, God. I move away. Three questions down, and you cast I, I instinctively move away. I, yeah. I stay inside it. Nope. Give me a second. Nyx looks a little confused because he doesn't know what just Selena happened. Selena grabs Nyx and pulls Nyx back out of the zone of truth. You can, okay. You can tell that he is under the effect of the zone of truth. Alright. You can't lie while you're in there. Couldn't he have told us before he cast that? Yes, yeah. but he's a um, dick. So, Selena, for your religion check, Shards of Idos does not ring a bell. Okay. Ooh, can I yeah, get a religion a check for being a bissy? Sure. I have two more questions. I need to make them count because now he can't Wait. lie. Uh, Shards of Idos does not ring a bell. Other than... Umbra did mention it. He mentioned something about shards. Yeah, no, I put that together. He didn't specifically say shards of Idos, but he did mention pieces of something. So, last two questions, Baldrin. Where is your headquarters? Where do your leaders lie? We have no headquarters. Our leaders roam the land. It's not the very least. Um, ask what ha- ask why like Idos's legacy is fracked, like something relating to that. Now you're the religiony guy. You figure it out. The phrasing. What is, what was the fracturing of Idos? What caused her? To, what caused the creation of these shards? Idos uses herself to build the world. The abyss is an aspect of her. As long as the two exist separate, she is fractured. They want the abyss to cover the world. And that's five, so he dies. Yeah, Yeah, and as that last amount of magical energy sort of leaves him (gasps) and he just lays back down and is once again a corpse. That last one was particularly useful, actually. You're welcome. If you want the abyss to come to the world, don't worship some stupid goddess. Have you dropped um, Zone of Truth yet? It's not children? a concentration spell. It oh. just lasts for ten minutes. Oh, yeah. God. You can end it early if you so choose, but that's up to you. 
But I feel like Baldrin won't. It's yeah. just a circle in the ground. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> if you don't want to stand in it, you don't stand in it. Yeah, I I look freaked out the entire time it's there, though. Corbin's just hanging out in it. I like to imagine that it's just this, like, this, this runic circle of dwarven script, like, carved in, like, burning coals on the ground. Yeah, it's just a big circle. Yep. This is impressive. All right. All right. Now for well, that second part. Hmm? He wants to leave a trap. Oh, Should not the trap come after we leave the room? Yes, yes. All, says. all of you, head out the door. Alright. How big is the exit? Yep. Pretty big. Big enough like, for, like, two of Largo to walk side by side. About 20 feet. Yeah. So in the in the let's see, choose a surface open area. The surface no longer than ten feet. I'm just gonna put the spell card in here so people can read it while I'm reasoning out where to, where to put it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's see. The surface can be cover an area surface no, no larger than ten feet in diameter. Uh, you could so, put it like dead center. Yeah, like in the central ten feet. Of I've got the, an uh, idea. We're leaving the body here, right? Hey, so put it somewhere. Just put just put it somewhere on the ground, and make it. Don't make it too big. Oh, I like that plan. As soon as they try and move the body, it'll be directly under the body. Yeah, so they're... Foomp. Oh, shit! The fiery one suggests tactics we use to hunt meals. It often works. Technically, a corpse is an object, so I can just put it on the corpse. <laughs> yeah, but... If, and if the corpse moves ten feet from its original position, the, the glyph goes off. The only risk being... They might not move it. They might investigate the corpse before moving it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's up to yeah, you. I can, I can put it like, in the slightly less than five foot area that the corpse covers. Yeah, just put it like in a small area, like right where its chest is going to be. We're going to put it face down. They're going to come up to it. They're going to turn it over to see what happened to him. Oh, look, there's an explosion. Mm. Works for me. I will choose explosive runes, which is a 20-foot radius sphere. Basically, it's a fireball. Yep. Where are you putting it? And it will be fire damage because it's fitting for the forge. Yeah, uh, where the body's at, it's going to turn it face down and just under its chest. Yeah, so you turn the body face down, cast the spell, this... A uh, ring of fire burns into the ground, and then it does take me an hour. That's fine. Yeah, over the course of an hour. This Meanwhile, ring of fire will be burning into the. While ground. you are taking the time to do that, because I assume it means inscribing things on yeah. the ground and stuff, so you actually have to have the body way. Yeah. I will make sure that the body is in a curious enough position <laughs> that they will want to investigate. 
I'm going to take that staff and I'm going to do what I promised previously. Give me an athletics check. Okay. I'm giving myself advantage on this because that's how petty Selena is. Okay. His head's going up your ass. Your head's going up the driver's ass. And you, you got a short stick because your head's going up my ass. There's a weird, unsettling ripping sound. But you get it in there. All right. Okay, as soon as you're ready, body's prepared. (laughs) And you say I'm the weird one, Selena. No, I say you're the dick. I've seen a lot of weird shit. Creepy at times. This is just good old-fashioned payback. No, that's a first. Yeah. (laughs) I made a promise... And it's what I meant. I, I I couldn't put it through the way that I planned because we blew that guy up. It looks like you put it through just fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh and I, I, I start to walk to the, to the Look, exit. Yeah, I my clothing, and I realized that I was able to fix it right quick. Thank you, Mending. But <laughs> it's the principle of the matter. <laughs> I finished the spell. <laughs> Is anything that's happening over the hour that it takes Baldrin to cast the spell? Nope. Nope. Uh, I'm good. Baldrin finishes casting the spell, it burns into the ground underneath the corpse, and you have set your trap. Time to go now, I guess. Uh, Largo continues to lead the way. And I want everybody to only perception checks. Yeah. I see everything. They know where we have seven. to exit. So, rolling again this week. Sixteen, jeez. Uh, perception seventeen. Jesus. Perception as well. Uh, so twenty one. I keep rolling this twenty one, man. Yeah, Corbin, you're not. You don't hear anything or see anything. Um, the rest of you, as you approach the exit, you hear the distinct sounds of battle outside. Um, you and uh, Hope and Baldrin in particular, you hear the sounds of orcish war cries and the sound of somebody with a strange accent hurling insults. <laughs> I want to know what the insults are. Are they in common? Uh, yeah, the, the first one you hear is... Uh, pardon me, the next time you wish to propose an ambush, perhaps you should wash first so we do not smell your stench from a mile away. That's the one that you hear. I like this fellow. What What fellow? Uh, you, those of you hearing combat sounds, what do you do? I go to the. Uh, I Are didn't tell anyone. I hear, I hear orcs ambushing someone with a quick wit. I want to see what's going on. Are we killing? Okay. Oh, me too. Which way? No, no, we don't know. That might be his group. I point at Largo. That mm-hmm. might be his group coming to rescue him. He shakes his I, head. I, <laughs> no? Okay. Never mind then. I say we rescue them. Do ogres speak orc or do they speak giant? Giant. Ogres speak giant. Oh, he's an ogre. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Yeah, I get confused. There we go. 
All Which right. way? Just straight ahead. Up All the right. tunnel. Corbin bolts. <laughs> so Corbin takes off. Boldrin, I'm assuming, is following. Oh, Selena lightly up. jogs. Selena yeah. Jogs after. Hope goes. Run. Five goes. Nyx. I wear heavy armor. There's no sneaking anywhere for me. Nyx goes. Largo brings up the rear. So, very rapidly, you guys come out into blinding daylight, and it takes you a minute to adjust because you've been underground for so long. And as you do, you are treated to quite a scene. Um, ahead of you, you see... Uh, first of all, you notice that immediately to the right of the cave is <coughs> a river flowing. And ahead of you, you see a caravan with a very frightened human sitting, on top, sitting in the driver's seat. Um, and a horde of orc corpses, and several more still standing and fighting. Amongst those fighting, you see a short, uh, looks-to-be half-elven woman with long-braided red hair, uh, wearing uh, a breastplate and wielding a sword that is currently on fire. Um, You see a large, uh, dark-skinned human male uh, that uh, Corbin recognizes as a member. The last time you saw him, he was wearing a ranger cloak, but now he is wearing a long uh, black trench coat. He's, Cor- he's uh, Roland, who is the Adventurer's Guild member who is also a member of the ranger of the Cornite Rangers. Wielding an axe, in, a battle axe in one hand and a long, so- and a, and a long sword in the other, uh, chopping the leg out from underneath an orc and stabbing down into it. Uh, you see a very fancifully dressed uh, human male whose clothing reminds you of the clothes that Five is wearing currently, except when they were new. Um, <laughs> very similar style. He's got a very, uh, he's got a very uh, broad-brimmed feathered hat with one side of it poking up, uh, blonde hair coming down to his, sort of the back of his neck, and you see an eye patch over one eye, and a rapier that he's just pulling out of an orc that apparently you just killed. Um, and then in the river, you see a massive minotaur uh, with sort of gray skin and black fur, wielding an even larger, uh, strange-looking club. Uh, it looks, it's got sort of a long wooden handle, and then uh, the club portion is uh, octagonal and has a bunch of metal, like steel balls attached to it. He's using a kanabo. Yeah. Uh, um, and on. His shoulder is an elf wearing strange-looking metal-ish armor and uh, sort of holding on to a shoulder with one hand and a staff with the other. You see this wall of water erupting around the uh, the ogre, uh, the, the minotaur, as it's just wailing at orcs. And as you all sort of come out into the light, the, feather, the feather-capped one looks over his shoulders... Ah, well, it looks like we have uh, reinforcements. Roland, would you please be so kind as to bag them over here? And you hear, Would you just shut up and keep killing things? Right. Uh, excuse me, uh, we could use some assistance, he calls back to you all. Largo, feel like another fight? Largo hefts his, his pickaxe. So the minotaur is on... Is fighting the orcs? Yes. You see a minotaur okay. just wailing at orcs. Well, that's also where the party is, so I didn't even wait for him. I'm already headed that way. So, yeah, you can see there are a group of orcs around the red-haired human. There are a group of orcs around Roland. Um, there are a, there are also two orcs standing further back that look to be wearing more ritualistic shaman gear. And then there are a larger group of orcs surrounding the minotaur on the other side of the caravan. 
I'm heading to the party. And so we are going to switch back to our battle. Is that the the, el- the elf is the elf is the one riding on top of the minotaur? I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and we're gonna have everybody roll us some initiative again. Ooh. Thirteen. Initiative tracker. Twenty-two. Not twenty-one this time, but twenty-two. Oh wow! What happened to Nixon's initiative roll? We rolled point zero zero. You rolled almost zero. That is not true. No, yeah. <laughs> it was eleven. You guys are idiots. It was eleven point twelve zero. Also, Corbin, that your initiative is. Oh, yours is it's not, not the same as my last one. That does that weird. It does that sometimes. I don't. Yeah. With it's the new because sheets. I have the tiebreaker. I fixed it for you. My last initiative was five. <laughs> They're rolling initiative. Yeah. He's rolling initiative. And he's rolling initiative. And they are all going to go on one initiative. And it's going to be... There's too many. Uh, Blam. Okay. This, I can hear it, because monkey sending. Alright, so... Uh, Baldrin, you're up first. Um, there's a big orc who looks like he's not the same as the rest of this pack. Uh, there are a couple of big orcs, yes. There's one fighting Roland that is even bigger than the rest. Yeah, that that's the one I'm talking about. Uh, What's he using? Over here? Yeah. What's who using? The orc. Ah, the orc, uh, he is using a, uh, longsword. So, I step right over here. For father, your steel may not be used in the hands of evil, and I cast heat metal on his longsword. Alright, uh, what does the spell card do? Can you put spell card in thing? Uh, it's a... Yeah, let me put the spell card in, yeah. One sec. Spell card... Right. So, uh, choose a manufactured metal object such as a metal weapon or a suit of heavy or metal, medium metal armor that you can see within range. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage. Uh, Alright, and has to roll a constitution save or drop it. So that's 9 fire damage that he just takes, and then 50, DC 15 con save or drop the sword. Uh, he rolls a natural 1, so yeah, you just see this nice. larger orc go, Bruh! and just drop his weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice. Um, and I reserve my magic for right now, so that'll be it for the turn. He takes nine. All right, so now the, the the adventuring party that is currently there continues to fight for their lives. You can tell that most of them are injured in some way. The the Minotaur is heavily injured. Um, uh, but you do see the Minotaur uh, 
rears back with this mighty, with this massive uh, uh, club, and just uh, hits one of the orcs next to him so hard he goes flying, and smashes into this tree. You you suddenly have a have a probably a keen awareness of why there are so many orcs around that particular tree. Um. <laughs> And is just immediately taken out. He swings back again for a second attack. It's another one. And another orc goes flying further away from the river. And is dead. Uh, the You see the elf on top of the minotaur uh, cast a spell and uh, sort of invoke something in a language none of you but Nyx recognizes. Um, speaking in the druidic tongue. Um places a hand down on the Minotaur, and you see this radiant, uh, yellowish-green light engulf him as they cast killing, as they cast wounds. Um, because he and just rolls shit on the roll, but adds more health. Um... You see uh, the Roland uh, swing his a- his uh, long his axe first, and then his longsword uh, at the war chief that you just made drop his weapon. Um, blam, blam! Uh, the the orc leaps over the axe, but the sword cuts true, uh, getting him in the gut. You see the woman with her flaming weapon again continue to attack, and uh, you see uh, the the what is obviously a bard uh, giving words of encouragement that seem to impart some additional vitality to his allies. Uh, then we go to the orc war chief who picks up his weapon and attacks Roland, and we go to Corbin. Corbin, what you doing? I am going right. Well, now I can go right here. I'll get to right there, and I will attack this guy down here with my spear. All right, so you run up, and you are down with a natural one. You are flanking mm. with with the minotaur. Oh, so yeah, advantage. You do have advantage. Eighteen. And Eighteen hits. Roll damage. Which that been another natural one? I would have died laughing. Yeah. Which spear are you using? Uh, my single-handed spear. All right. Uh, so seven plus this, because I'm going to try to make him trip, too, so eight points of damage. Right. And he's got to make a DC uh, eight plus my proficiency, so oh, plus my... What's the what's the roll he has to make? I'm checking right now, plus my strength, so, or dexterity, but they're the same, so eleven. What's the saving throw he has to make? Is the question. Oh, he has to make a strength save. Okay. Uh, an 18, I think, clears your DC. Yeah. So yeah, you stab into yep. his leg and try to rip it out uh, in, in such a manner that you trip him, but you just pull it out. You don't actually get his feet off him or anything. All right. Second attack. Going right back at him. Mm-hmm. Trying to trip him again. I'm getting him down on the ground. An 18 hits. Roll damage. Oh, let me see if I... Nope, I don't crit, but I still hit. So 13... Plus yeah. So you you get him in there two, and you you you, you you trip him successfully, 
mostly because he's dead. As you All stab right. him into the leg, rip it out from underneath him, and he just face plants into the water. And as he, st- <laughs> he starts to flow down, and the Minotaur just picks up a leg and stomps on him. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to prepare for a charge, to set my spear for a charge for any... Uh, let's see if this guy charges me. All right. Uh, it's going to make it Selena. All right. I will... Hmm. All right. I see a visual difference between those guys and those guys. Which guys and which guys? The, the one standing slightly away. Yes, there is. A, you can tell that they're wearing more. The ones that are in combat are wielding great axes and and sort of hide uh, hide armor. Uh, the one standing further away has a staff and more shamanistic characteristics. Okay. So I will five and oh look, there's the Minotaur. Um fifteen and uh uh the shaman will get a level three chaos bolt up his ass. Alright. Or, you know, I'll roll a natural one. That'll work, too. Uh, so a natural one causes it to fly, uh, and I am going to have you roll on your chaos table. Okay. On the upside, you get that advantage back. Yes, I do. Oh, 10's not good. I don't remember what 10 is, but all I know is it's uh, not good. You cast, oh, no! Uh, 10, you oh, cast yes. magic missile as a 5th level spell. Oh, so, ah! go ahead and oh. roll me, so go ahead and roll me 5d4 plus 5. Or oh, sorry, uh, no, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight D four plus five. I think you might be one too many because three for first three, level, second, third, fourth, fifth, seven, seven D four. Yeah, yeah, one, one, one too many. Seven D four plus seven. Yep. Twenty six damage. So the chaos <laughs> goes wide. Hey, look at and that. As the chaos bolt goes wide, it flies past. Uh, what 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 damage? What element would it have been? Just find out what element the chaos bolt would have been. Uh, it would have been uh, eight or four. Um, it would have been thunder. So this sonic f- boom just erupts from Selena's hand and flies past and the orc sort of turns around and <laughs> sort of laughs at Selena as this sonic orb explodes into seven uh, ne- dagger-like purple energy things that just split apart and erupt back around slamming into the shaman in the back and just pelting it as it falls dead. And I act like I meant to do that the whole fucking time. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> I killed a shaman. Um, and then Which I'm going to spend one sorcery points for Eldritch Blast. On, I'm going to do these two. One on each of them. Alright. Go ahead and make those decks. Oh... Blast, a nineteen you. and a ten. Nineteen oh. hits, ten does not. Okay. Which one did you hit first? Uh, the, the, probably that one. Okay. So yeah, you unleash these two bolts. The first one strikes true, 
knocking that orc a little bit closer to the the red-haired woman, um, and the other one sort of flies a little further past, uh, just clipping the top of the feather of the bard as he ducks underneath it. Uh, that makes it Nyx. Okay. Let me just figure this out real quick, because I think I can do this. Roll ten on that table more often. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, right. really quick! I am moving. I am moving the rest of my movement also to yeah. get. Yeah, I need to know where you move. Okay. So, does this line intersect with all five of those, and also the shot? All four uh, of the ones there, and also the shaman. Yes, that line intersects with three orcs: the orc, cool. war chief, and the shaman. Yes. There's a windfall there now. Nick's just sort of was like, "Fine, we're helping a ranger. Whatever." Um, just kind of casually walks over to the tree, leans back. The winds of darkness in the abyss. Something, something, something. I don't know. He is not currently wearing a ranger's cloak. I thought we knew him as a ranger. Corbin recognizes him. Corbin knows him. Mm. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can get the attack to roll from the thing. I I don't know why it didn't, um, but it said syntax wrong. Um, nope, I'm just going to put it out as a spell card so you can see what it does and then roll the damage myself. A, strong, a wall of strong wind rises from the ground at a point you choose in range with the wall 50 feet long, 15 feet high, and, and one foot thick. You can shape the wall in any way you choose, as long as it makes one continuous path along the ground. So it doesn't even have to be a straight line. Uh, oh, the wall then lasts in for that duration. case... Yeah. It just has to be one contiguous line. 45... Like a C shape. 30, 40, 50. Hey, yeah. yeah, so it's a C, and it does also hit the shaman. Um, you can start throwing the Zora strength lines saves, on Strength saves, 3d6 bludgeoning. <laughs> Alright, so go ahead and roll the 3d8 bludgeoning. 3d8 bludgeoning. 3d8, yeah. Um, and strength saving throw from... Orcs. Uh, What's the DC? DC is my spell DC, which is 16, so it's not great, but maybe the shaman won't make it. Um... And uh, well, the shaman is the only one that actually makes it. <laughs> okay, so then he takes six damage. The rest of them take twelve. Um, right. And arrows and bolts can't go in that direction. Um, so uh, the one that Selena hit with an eldritch blast is dead. Cool. The others are definitely not looking healthy. Does it push them out of the way as well, or does it just stay on top of them? Um, that's what I was trying to figure out. I thought it knocked him prone or something, but I don't Each see that in the creature spell. within area must make a strength... Oh, that's the damage. Uh, yeah. only, only I don't think so. Small. I think... Yeah, so. Yeah, They're still there. They're just being bludgeoned by this one. Yeah. And the one that dies, he falls over, and his stuff starts flying around because yeah. the wind. So yeah, around. a, a uh, Selena, Selena, a great axe goes flying towards you and buries itself in the tree next to you. Hey, As sorry. This orc hits the ground and his stuff goes flying. 
that makes it hope. Alright, if I go through the river, is that difficult to terrain? Yes, the river is difficult to terrain. Dang it. Alright. Then I think I can only get here. So, uh, with my dash. And then short sword. Alright, who are you attacking? Uh, that one. Okay, I see. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want to yep. reach. And ally within five feet, so sneak attack two yes. if it hits. There is a very big... Hey! Area. It's gonna hurt. Eight points of damage. I'm not raging, so... Uh, and sneak attack. Nine! Seventeen. Alright. Die, yeah. die, die. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you, you, you run up and just leap and come down with that with that uh, short sword and just get him right in the throat and down in the chest cavity and he collapses off of your blade and starts floating downstream. Alright, and that's my turn. Alright. Uh, the orcs' turns now. They make their attacks. Uh, the minotaur, you see great axes coming at the minotaur and two of them hit, biting in deep and drawing blood, but it does seem like it it doesn't seem like it hits him as hard as it might hit others. Um, and you see the orcs attacking the red-haired woman and the and Roland um, going at him. Uh, missing all of those. So yeah, you see this red-haired woman just spinning this flaming longsword and shield that she has around knocking aside great axe attacks with both and uh, Roland similarly using his axe to knock away weapons and his sword to parry blows. Um, which is going to make it now the Orc Shaman's turn. There's only one Orc Shaman left. Uh, <laughs> and he is going... Where are his spells? Why aren't they in his character? That's... Alright. Well... <sighs> gonna do that don't have other spells prepared. Um, How much damage does this do? Orc Shaman cast Fireball. Fuck! (laughs) 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 um, How much damage does Guiding Bolt do? 46. 46, yep. Uh, Yeah, so this Orc Shaman raises a hand to the sky and this red energy just glows into his hand and he just flings it um, at uh, the the feathered bard. Uh, but misses, as you guys, you guys sort of see him yes. dance out of the way as this bolt strikes the ground. Um, which makes it Baldrin's turn again. So I look, I look back at the war chief. That steel is not yours to wield, and I cat and I re and I reengage the heat metal again. Seven more fire damage, another con save. Alright. <laughs> Keep making him drop his sword. Yeah. <laughs> uh constitution save. A four fails. He's got a decent con save. Drop that sword. <laughs> he yells again and drops it again. And I'm gonna move over here. Uh, 
I look at the Minotaur. Even the greatest can be repaired by the Forge Father. And I cast Healing Word at first level. Alright. Actually, second level, because I've already used stuff. So, uh, second level Healing Word. That is ten healing. Alright, he's looking much healthier. He still looks. He still definitely has injury, and as you sort of heal him and you sort of watch his wounds close, you you realize that this is a massive specimen. Like you, you have met minotaurs before. Few are this big. Mm-hmm. Um, at least yep. minotaurs that aren't monstrous things that crush people on a regular basis. Minotaurs yeah. do not usually qualify as large creatures. Yes. Uh, except for enemies, but, like, allied minotaurs typically don't qualify as large creatures. PC minotaurs! <laughs> yes. Um, that makes it their turn. Uh, the, the, the bard looks at the uh, shaman that just missed, and... Uh, you know, perhaps if you would take your head out of your ass, you would actually be able to hit something. <laughs> he uses vicious mockery. Um, two. Why aren't you rolling? Roll 20, why you do this? I'll just do it. Doesn't do a lot of damage, but he does fail the roll. Does fail the save, so. Yeah, disadvantage in his next thing. Um, Roland makes his attack, and you sort of see this party again making their attacks. Axe and swords flying, um, and the Minotaur waving this massive club that he has. Please miss twice. Uh, he hits twice, and as he hits, uh, those of you that are not close to him, you can see electricity leaps off of his form as he swings this mace, and it strikes the two orcs in front of him as he also hits them. Um, the electricity doing a bit of damage. Oh, shit, but we're definitely... standing in water. It doesn't conduct over to you. Um, oh, good. Magic. Especially if this is fresh water. But it doesn't matter because he launches them out of the river and dead. I mean, given the way this continent works, it's 90% likely abyss water. (laughs) Abyss water. That's disturbing. For when you want your water to whisper back. (laughs) What's the salt content of abyss water? That's a good question. Uh, it varies depending on if it's coming from a theoretical ocean that doesn't exist or a theoretical rainfall that doesn't exist. It's <laughs> true. Blam. Uh, Roland's blades bite. Roland's axe and blades bite deep into the war chief, who collapses. So yeah, he digs that axe. He brings the axe up, slices down, digs it into the chest of this larger orc. And then brings his sword back up and over and stabs it through his face. As it turns out, it's hard to defend yourself if you you can't pick up your sword because it's white hot. It's true. Ripping them out. And again, this wind wall sends the weapons flying backwards past him. uh, Or back out of the wall as he collapses to the ground dead. And uh, two attacks from the red-haired woman render both of the other orcs that were fighting her dead. Their great axes go flying as well. Uh, Selena, you sort of duck a couple times as two more great axes go. Mm-hmm. 
as this wall of wind just shunts them away. Uh, and that brings up uh, Corbin, because the chief is now dead. Okay. Let's see. I can go... It's difficult terrain, so 10, 20... No, 10, 20, 5, 30. I can get to... If I go here, then here... Or no, here, then here. I can get to here. We're stepping over this dead guy. <laughs> uh, let's see. 50 feet. Fuck it, I'll dash. Dash. I get 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And I'm gonna action surge to throw my spear. Actually, now I can increase my range. So I'm going to hit this guy. All right. Bonus action, increase my range. I'm going to hit that guy twice. All right. Use action search to attack. Yep. Hold the Spear. Attacks. 21. 21 hits. And he's dead. He had three hit points left. <laughs> All right. And then for my second attack, uh, how far the other. away is this guy? Yeah, how far away is he? Okay, he's like another 15, 55 15, feet, yeah. 15 feet away. So, stab and then throw. Alright. The attack. 14. Uh, 14 will hit. Roll damage. Awesome. He's dead. 12. Again, three hit points. <laughs> <laughs> because Windwall did a ton of damage. And Well, at least my spear is stuck into him, so now it's just going yeah. in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> the wind is rattling the spear forever. Yep. And that makes it Selena's turn. Is there anybody left? There is one orc shaman yep. left that just got very okay. insulted because of his... Yeah, oh, that's right, hit. that's right. Oh, good. He I was need- the only one who made the save. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. I'll give me a good shot. All right, and since this worked not well at all last time, actually it worked out very well, but uh, not the way you wanted it to. I mean, no, it worked out fine. It, you totally meant to do that. The wind probably messes up your hair. I 100% meant <laughs> to do that. That's fine. It just gives it the it gives it the must wind blown sexy look. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's do a uh, uh, level three chaos bolt, and we will give this one advantage okay. since I just got that back. Gonna roll the d20 as well. Yep. Melt this shaman. Is it 22 and yes. roll 1d20? 13. No spell surge. Alright. There is 15, uh, 5 and 3. 15, well, I've got to go with fire because me. Yeah. So, yeah, this so fifteen fire damage. Is he still? He is still standing. And then a couple eldritch, eldritch blasts. All right. A fourteen. A fourteen will hit. 
So there is five force damage. And that takes him out. Uh, so, yeah, just firebolt, Eldritch Blast, and the force of the Eldritch Blast launches him back into this tree where he just sort of slides down dead. And we are out of initiative as all the enemies are dead. I'm going to wait till the wind wall dies down. The wind wall. It, it lasts a little while, just so you guys know roughly where it is. I like heat the dude's longsword again because heat metal can't really change targets just for fun, and then I let it go. <laughs> um, See how long wind wall lasts. I, you can dispel it if you choose. It's concentration. Up to a minute. I can. I'm going to just leave it up as Nick sort of sits back by that tree. Alright, so sort of raising an arm to shield themselves from the buffering winds, the uh, the, the adventurers that were over by the wind wall sort of shift back uh, towards the caravan. Um, and the feather-hatted one moves over as well. Well, well, thank you all very much for your timely intervention. As you can see, we had quite a party here. <laughs> uh, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Corbin of we the don't. Adventurers Guild. Yeah, we don't have a name. Hope. I step out. And my boots are all wet. This is... Uh, Prestigitation. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, can you do thank that to you. mine? No. What did I do? Uh, no, no need to worry. The, uh, the, the, the bard... The, 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 the bard uh, just sort of bows and... Uh, in appreciation for your assistance, uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll find that your boots were made for walking and not sinking. And he sort of claps his hands, and <laughs> your boots are dry. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Seriously? You have a puss in boots bard? <laughs> uh, so you have a Hope Corbin. Uh, Corbin, the name strikes me as familiar. Uh, he looks over, rolling sort of. Oh, we, I know. Yeah. Corbin? Yeah. Guild. Yep. And you all notice that all of them have the Adventurer's Guild insignia sort of hanging from their necks as a pendant. Ah. Ah, so there are, some, there are some useful members of the Adventuring Guild. I, I assume this is a barb directed at someone in vicinity. I'm not there, there. There, there, Corbin. Uh, ah, ah. Oh, I'm fine. No, that's cool. <laughs> uh, we have Corbin, uh, Hope, I, the rest of you, please. Feel free to it, it, it's a whole bit we have. I make fun of him, he gets made fun of, everybody laughs. Except ah, him. <laughs> very, very, I understand that one well. Bolden. Pleasure. And you'll notice that he is definitely the mouthpiece of the group. <laughs> As bards tend to be. And uh, who, is our, who is our dark flower over there by the tree? Uh, that you cannot see very well from over here. But Her name is Five. That's also most of what she'll say to you. Uh, so it might not be her name. Very well. And our other dark flower over by that tree. <laughs> That's Nyx. He's awesome. Mm, very well. 
Yes, Nix. Well, allow me to introduce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am Adolfo Belmonte, uh, lately of Ilanuara, the lovely continent where you can find beaches that go on forever and ladies who also go on forever. Uh, and with me, of course, is... Sorry, our... can you write that da- write that name down? I need it for future reference. Two sheets. <laughs> Two strips of parchment. Uh, trust me, I will tell you all you wish to know about Ilanuara. Wonderful. Uh... Also with us is, of course, our illustrious noble leader, Roland Adal. Uh, some of you may uh, recognize him, of course. Uh, we also have with us Fyodor, the large one. He does not speak much. Do not ask him questions. Uh, he does not like them. Okay. Uh, we have uh, our, our fey-bound wanderer, Lelian Watersong. Uh, they are, well, their mood will change as the seasons do. Um, and uh, we also have our warrior princess Like here. it. Kedern Barone, uh, please. We are we are Valor Sanguinus, and we are a pleasure to meet you. Um, may we ask what brings you to such a remote place? Um, our own work. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, primarily that tunnel way back there. Yeah. Where are we Next right now? Ah, well. Walk on over, yeah. Uh, well, uh, you are currently. Uh, he sort of looks at. This is the. Uh, this is the rightmost uh, twin river. Uh, the, the, east, the easternmost twin river. Uh, we are about a day's journey out from the Sundered Citadel uh, on the path towards Underhold. Alright. Ah. Okay. So we're roughly here? Yes. Cool. I take it you did not expect to be in this location. No, last uh, last thing we knew, we were in the mines of Underhold. By so, the kindness lost. of the abyss, we have traveled far. But these sorry, uh, also known as pure dumb luck. again. Sorry, uh, I was looking at another screen. We are uh, right, right here. about here. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Back to the booth. I mean, let's be honest. We fell. We fell some random distance. Yeah. In fact, uh, if you look, and he sort of points, and uh, as he points, you can actually, if the you can see off in the east, just the tips of some massive building over the horizon, uh, sort of like <laughs> hidden slightly by buildings. Yes, uh, the the center cathedral is still slightly within sight. Actually, yeah, not not too terribly far from it. Um, you have definitely come a ways, but uh, life. It has a way of throwing people into random locations. So yes, I, go. I know this well. Um, Bosco, oh, I right. mean it's fine. We've got still in underhold. Yeah. Oh, poor. Oh, too bad. Well, I, I guess it's gonna. Be, I, I I guess it, it'll it'll be there until you know. However much was paid for his for his egg was, uh, and then actually, I told him to charge the the. The Adventurers Guild, so he's going to be there for a while. Uh, well, if you'd like, we are currently escorting this uh, caravan. Uh, he's at point indicating the, the merchant who is sort of still literally looking around. Uh, we are currently escorting this caravan from the Citadel to Underhold, so if you would like to tag along, well, welcome the company. That's just neat. <laughs> what about on the, the off chance would any of you, of any any of your group, happen to speak uh, Infern? Or yes, Infernal. Uh, 
Uh, that is uh, certainly an odd question. Um, he looks around <laughs> at yeah, the rest of Baldrin. the group. Um, I know you're not allowed to lie. I so but... not think any Some context here? to... Th- no, there's no context that's going to make it better. Uh, come on, seconds. There's... Um... No, we, we, I, need, we need translation. Is the, is the literal only context that we need? I do not think any of us do speak it particularly. <laughs> I, um, I can learn if it is a thing that you require. It will take me a rest, though I have spent much of my magics. Uh, no, that's all right. Is the, the Sundered Cathedral, is that... Can we hitch a ride from there? From Core? So uh, you certainly could if you so desired. It would take roughly the same amount of time to get to wherever is sure to join us. This this caravan's already headed to Underhold, so we might. Yeah, have... we might. Oh, okay. well, yeah, let's take let's along. Get to know these wonderful people. You're certainly welcome to join us. Um, <clears throat> uh, Bergen, <sighs> uh, if you are okay, cowering. If you are done cowering in uh, the cart, we can continue on. <laughs> and the the merchant sort of looks over and nods and whips the horse and uses the reins and the horse starts to trot. Uh, well, well, then uh, please, regale us with your adventures as we walk and we shall, of course, return the favor. And quite honestly, I say to the rest of the group, there's no one more trustworthy than an adventurer to translate this because they don't give a shite. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> I can tell you guys live in the city except for, except for of course, Nyx, because you guys care about stuff way too much. Shit happens. Says the one who wanted to go back for the dragon because he lost a perfectly normal whatever. So that's the first story. And those are two separated things. So I just want to go back because like you have an interesting story to tell. Please, as we rock. Yes, which is why you asked me to turn into an animal. Go back. They're going to keep up like this for a while. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys walk. You can mm-hmm. take yep. and, and, and I assume you, in bits and pieces of bickering argument, uh, explain what has happened. How much do you tell them yeah. everything? Do you leave stuff out? What do you, what do you, how much do you tell? Nix will take a clue from Hope and Selena's discretion levels. Okay. Yeah. At the, at the very least, Bolger expresses that we need someone who can translate Infernal. Yeah. I, I, I say know. bye to Largo. I mean, I may know some... Yeah, Largo waves and then trots back towards the mountains. Um, I may know a few people who could help you with that in core. Uh, I have my connections. That would be useful. Yeah, um, leaving out anything about my deaths and uh, not saying anything about the dragon treasure. No. Uh, we just stumbled onto a dragon. Yeah. And who has now a longbow. Yep. Dragon's <laughs> hordes are often worth quite a bit of money. We may have to return to this spot. But, uh, no, it was empty. We didn't see a horde. <laughs> a whole bunch of bones? It was not make, make an empty. Check, she hope. completely okay, sells them out. Deception. Let's do this. <laughs> You, you can't Deception. tell a group of adventurers who are experienced that a dragon doesn't have a hole. Ooh, a 16! <laughs> it's pretty good for me. Like, so, Selena and Boldrin are both selling them out at the exact same time. 
as so as Hope makes the statement before Baldry and Selena react, you look at you look at Adolfo, um, and he just gives you a grin, a very knowing grin. Mm. Uh, and then Selena and Baldry immediately undercut it, anyways. Uh, of course, uh, there is there is there is few dragons that Listen. are not going to hold, even young ones. You want to go down after that dragon? You feel free. Well, uh, he bring me you. with. Well, uh, take a uh, do not underestimate uh, uh, our our friends here. He says, pointing at Fyodor, the Minotaur. Who now that you guys are sort of walking along and and able to sort of chat amongst all of them, not just not just Adolfo. Uh-huh. Um, you notice that Fyodor has doesn't wear a lot of clothing. He mostly wears like hides, like a loincloth, and that's basically it. Um, well, you do notice that he is wearing a large skull on his head as a helmet. Um, it is definitively a dragon skull. Okay, cool. On his head. Fashion goals, Corbin. Fashion <laughs> that, goals. My head's not big enough for the skull that I took, though. Um, but get us, get a smaller like head. There's a spell that can fix that, but it might yeah. be temporary. But uh, and that's sort of what uh, uh, what Adolfo indicates uh, as you're walking. Um, do you guys have any questions for them as you're walking? No um, real. That you care have about. Have you seen it? Yeah, actually. Uh, have you seen any? We we passed through some, and I we explained like about the cultists because not like our specific interest in the symbols or anything like that. Just we met. There were some. I want to watch the merchant. That's how we got. Explains this. Yeah, sure. That's how give we got me, uh, the. Give me an insight check. You, you can trust the adventurers, the maybe not the merchant. <laughs> um, well, I, I want to know if the merchant has underworld connections uh, that are relevant to this situation. I don't know. The merchant doesn't seem to react. Um, okay. uh, uh, I seem to recall... Cone hats. I seem to recall... Not the cone hats, but the skull and faced masks sound familiar. Uh, Kadern, uh, you would... Do you know something, don't you? Do you not? Um, and the, the red-haired woman, who, now that you guys are sort of able to get a better look at them, um, Kadern, the red-haired uh, woman, who, she's about, she's definitely the shortest of the group at 5'5", five five, basically. Um, you do notice that her emerald green eyes have cat-like pupils. Mm. Um, and she sort of thinks for a minute, scratches her chin. Oh no, we did do some we did do some robe hunting at Rivers End not too long ago. We uh, went on that one too. This was this was a few weeks ago. Um Okay. It was also it was actually in the town of Rivers End. Um they had some troubles with some folks setting up some sort of operation outside the town. Um Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, no, they had they had skull face masks. We didn't find much on them other than <coughs> in them cultists. But that sounds. I mean, yeah, it sounds like what you're describing. Yeah, we have a mask, don't we? Um, you do. Yeah. We'll pull it out. Nix will. Yeah. Nix. No, it's not in the middle of this conversation. Never mind. If you show the if you show the masks, she'll just confirm. Yeah, uh, that they they had dealt with some people that had those masks on. Yeah, nowhere nowhere up here. I was just wondering how no, much not, how no, far they had gotten. At least, at least not on this trail. 
We haven't seen mm. any of them, but that doesn't mm. mean they are not here. That just means we haven't seen them. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of them running around, apparently. It's annoying. Yeah, I mean, I can see how it would be. Nix, you want to do something? Um, during this, this exchange, and also just generally, he's he's sort of watching social interactions, because he's not... This is, however many people are here, times more people <laughs> than he's interacted with in years. Yeah. So are you looking for anything in particular? Just, like, generally how they interact. Um... If there's a Corbin to their group. <laughs> so give me an uh, uh, insight check. Give me an insight check. Uh, with advantage, because you're spending a good amount of time with them. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I think I have something related to this from being an empath. Ah, uh, no, that's for making attacks against you. Well, never mind. You, um, you get advantage anyway, so go ahead and... 28. Uh, um, so... Things that stick out. Uh, Aldolfo, while... The first one was... I also will be rolling this. Was a while back, wasn't it? Go ahead, Selena. Oh, yeah, 28. Never mind. Uh, That's Um, it, 28. Don't know why it rolled three times. 18. Uh, So both of you can tell at least this much. Uh, Aldolfo is definitely the voice of the group, but he's not the leader of the group. You'll mm-hmm. notice that whenever he answers a question uh, that you guys might ask, he'll, he'll glance over at Roland before talking. Um, you, you, you sort of get a lot of them will look to Roland for, for affirmation or confirmation before they say much. Um, and it doesn't seem like, it, it, it seems like it's out of respect for something. Um, you're not certain what other than, I mean, Adolfo did regard him as their noble leader, but it's definitely, there's a certain amount of cohesion amongst them. It definitely seems like they've worked together a lot. Um... Selena and you, you both notice Aldolfo is very flirty, extremely flirty to okay. everyone. Um, but he doesn't, including including Fyodor, <laughs> with the sole exception of Fyodor. Um, but he doesn't give a lot. Like he will, he will talk. He will talk for hours without saying anything. Mm-hmm. He is very good at talking. Um, and, and very good at um, sort of... If he tries to flirt with five, Nyx will immediately intercede. And he that's does. probably the most interaction that Nyx does with the group. But, um, like, Nyx will catch the conversation if he yeah. tries to flirt with five. You notice that uh, Fyodor and, and Lelian, uh, Lelian tend to stick together a lot. Um... Lelian will Lelian will interject in conversations, but uh, their uh, attitude tends to shift depending on what you're talking about. Um, they seem to uh, shift from snarky to sweet a lot. Um, and uh, Kadern and Kad- so and then Kadern and Roland don't really talk much. Kadern doesn't talk much because it seems like because she doesn't have a lot to say. Uh, Roland doesn't talk much because it seems like he's preoccupied with something. Um, and Nix in particular, you notice that uh, Roland seems to be preoccupied with something internally. It's not anything anybody else is doing. It seems like he's thinking a lot about something. 
Yeah. I really wish they, that was a druid spell. <laughs> You're not sure what, though. Yeah. Detect thoughts. That's an arcane thing. Yeah, no, that's not a thing I can do. And um, as you guys travel, you you you, you know, uh, uh, Adolfo is very free with a lot of information that, as you as the two of you picked up, isn't actually giving away a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Primarily, he'll tell you that they were they they were uh, they were hired to escort some people from the Sunder Temple from the Sunder Temple to. Uh, from the Sunder, Sunder Cathedral to Underhold, which was specifically these, the, the Berrigan Caravan that you guys are with. Uh, the Berrigan Caravan had come to Sunder Cathedral previously to set up shop for a few months, and was traveling back. It is traveling back for supplies. Um, they got there via teleportation. Um, they are all members of the Adventurers Guild. Uh, eventually, a couple of you do recognize Roland as somebody that you as that guy you passed on the stairwell that was wearing a ranger's cloak. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's very free with the fact that he 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 both works for the Rangers for the Rangers and for the Adventurers, um, for the Adventurers Guild. He doesn't really owe allegiance to the Rangers. He just moonlights as a Ranger, mate. Um, better than the other way around. Um, uh, you get a little bit of a sense for their fighting styles. Uh, Adolfo is very much a support caster. Uh, Roland is uh, Roland has a battle axe and a long sword that he's very proficient at using. Uh, Kadern uses has strange potions on a belt that uh, you none of you really glean the nature of. They're definitely not potions you're familiar with. Um, Fyodor is. Can I bet that this person is a bisborn from that? You get the feeling that most of them are that, with the exception of Lelian. All of them are born. and Lelian will freely L- Lelian will freely uh, volunteer that they're from the Feywild. Oh, cool. I mean, that doesn't mean you're not a born, but it is a significant point in the other direction. Do Do you say that out loud? No, I don't. I don't actually talk to any of them except for to flirt if he flirts with five to keep him away from five. Oh. All right. Just curious if if you if you had made that statement or not. Right. Uh, yeah, and so you sort of learn a basic generic history of this group. Mm-hmm. Selena will try not not in any directed conversation, but since everybody else seems to be mostly engaged with um, um, Rodolfo. Is going to just try and engage just in random conversation with um sorry, the woman's name. Uh Kadern. Kadern. Okay. Yeah, she'll just she's... random random conversation. She's um nothing talk. Okay. You you get you get a sense that she's very direct. Mm-hmm. Like she's not it. She doesn't talk much. Not again. Not because she doesn't want to talk, but because she doesn't have much to say. She's, she's the like, carbon she, of the group. She's very. If you if you were to compare her to anybody of the group, it would be Corbin probably. Um, but not in so much of a brash, full of herself way. So much as a, <laughs> I, I state facts, and that's all I state. <laughs> okay. Uh, and after a while, you all... Love you, uh, Cody. 
<laughs> After a while, you all, uh, the, the caravan pulls off to a, a small grove as the sun begins to dip down. Well, uh, it appears that it is time for us to take a rest. Uh, you are welcome to camp with us. You are welcome to camp a bit away if you'd like. Uh, though we do have, uh, the, we do have, you know, caravan if anybody would like cover, uh, more stable cover for the evening. Uh, and of course, what, 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 uh, joint adventuring party would be complete without sharing our watches and getting to know each other over the long nest, so uh, we'll, we'll sort all of that out. Um, and as you all prepare to rest and prepare to order watches, that's where we're going to end for the night. So, Sweet. say goodbye, everybody. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye.